Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eternal Champions. I am your shaper and host, Michael DeLeon. Joining me today are the champions Captain Darnum, played by our very own Vash. Hello, hello. And Sir Valak, played by our very own Supreme Giga Chad, JB. Yo, what's up, everybody? How you doing today? Oh, wow. Your, your voice is a little deeper than usual, uh, JB. What, what, what's going yo, on? Yo, what's that? up? Oh, oh, that was over? That, that was my real voice. <clears throat> oh, that's your real. Yeah, that's right. I forgot you. You you take consistent doses of helium to uh, mask the masculinity of your voice. Yes, right. I, your body's just I so can't be flooded too with testosterone. Sometimes you know, I have to sometimes yeah, I mean, rub it down too much. You know, I I don't want like my Valak's manly presence just overtaking everyone. And all the characters explode, and it's like an episode of what was that Mitch. anime called where everyone exploded? Elfin Lod. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Elfin Lade, or Lod, something like that. That's what was the other one? Akira. Oh, Akira. Yeah, yeah Akira. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> See, all right. Well, he just exploded for no reason. <laughs> well, going on from our master of uh, takers of cheeks, uh, yes. if you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoy tonight's background music and <laughs> want to use it in your own campaign or your own uh, real play podcast, it was produced by Michael Gelfi Studios. Um, that is, and you can find it at michaelgelfi.bandcamp.com. That's michaelgelfi.bandcamp.com. I hope you enjoy. Now, on with the show. Last time on Eternal Champions, <clears throat> while Myrthal went out to seek more breaker training with Aster, and Valak went off to Great Oak Hollow to pursue his own in, uh, endeavors, as it were, Captain Darnam Han made course to Suladar, particularly to the capital of Dreskill, where he would be able to address the issue of the bounty placed on his head by the one cap, uh, king, Aeon Leifeld. Upon arriving within Dreskill, he donned a, I would say, a makeshift disguise of sorts provided by Son Per. He, she, was, she led him up throughout the city where he eventually found court with the king and was able to negotiate and come to terms uh, in regards to the bounty placed on his head. From there, he decided to explore the city and he met a few interesting individuals, to say the least, particularly of a... Uh, a butcher of sorts, <clears throat> with a we can presume as a shady past. From there, he returned to the ship and was making course for where he was going to go next. While that was going on, however, Valak was finding himself to a relaxed day uh, from the stresses of dealing with Udil and discovering that a close compatriot of his was a traitor, along with dealing with what went on with <clears throat> Narad. He needed some rest and relaxation, so he hung out with Hrimnir, and the two enjoyed themselves in a spa day. As such, uh, Valak, you get advantage on wisdom saving throws for this entire session. Sweet. Yes. And once your spa day was done, you found yourself bounding back to the Blue Mask. And from there, we will be picking up 
with a Captain Darnum Han. You are in your captain's quarters overseeing the next course of action in which you would like to take your ship. Uh, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, I believe I, I believe I, I, we, um, made sure our newest, our newest crewmate, I, I would guess you would say? Is, is that, is it, wait, is that a Yes, the, the end of <clears throat> your newest, I guess, crew member. Right. The, the gentleman who had angered you on purpose, he was acting kind of as a double agent of sorts for Calgrim and Aeon Leifeld, or King Leifeld, as it were. Yes. The unfortunate name was it cunt. Uh, I will get that to you when we go to break. I don't have the notes in front of me right whatever, now. <laughs> yes, whatever, whatever his ill-fated name is. <clears throat> yes. Make sure, like, make sure we got put the crew introductions out of the way. Make sure everyone knows who we, who they are. I'll and I'll leave. I'll leave them. I'll leave them at the bar. They had a okay. Day so, flying, so yeah. them, almost got beheaded. Let them get a drink. Just to okay. So you're gonna wind up having a drink at the the mess hall? Yeah, I'll have a drink. You know, considering the conversation okay. that Stormhorn and I had in regards to not only her, not only her but also de- like potentially deciding to deciding to get off my high horse and go find the Sierra finally. Just uh, I got I got some things. Uh. Okay. Uh, think. Uh, Sean, you're you're coming in and out there for a second. A little better, a little. It sounds like you're a distance away. The beauties of the beauties of how everything was working prior to us starting the show, and then all of a sudden, as soon as we start the show, everything decides to crap out. So it's lovely. All right, how about now? Oh, you're perfect. Yeah, this, thing is, this thing is like literally touching the inside of my cheek. This is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, community. Pause. Don't soundbite that. Don't soundbite no, that. No. Whatever you do. <laughs> yes, I identify as a headset. <laughs> JB, what are you doing? No. So, so <laughs> JB's touching the inside of your. Whoa. JB, hold on. Oh, oh. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It reminds me of college. Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> I learn new things about you every day that I wish I didn't have to. If this were Persona, I would want to reverse our social link. <laughs> nah, it's too late. You already made a decision on the social link. You can't go back on it now. Can I pull the shirt on this thing and make sure it's real? No, it's not. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, like I was saying, so, drinking, just drinking, yeah. drinking, I'm drinking and contemplating. Nothing heavy, just, you know, okay. just a strong ale. Nothing nothing too crazy. Okay. As uh, making sure Cut is, is situated on board. If there's anyone, anyone who's in need of the captain at this point, yeah, before we before we set sail, I'll make myself available. No, no one seems to require your attention. Sonper, having discussed with what she was discussed, she seems very complicit with the answers that you provided for her, and she's playing the stoic part and being patient and waiting for hopefully for Russ to return. Uh, Valak, <clears throat> you haven't seen him. Uh, Mirthal, you haven't seen him either, as well. Strange, all right. Well. Oh. This is a rare opportunity to just You know what I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do? 
I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go back up to the top of the deck. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna head over to where the to the, where the fight ring is and see if anything's going on over there. Okay, you head up to the upper deck and this makeshift fight ring that you made with tape, uh, <clears throat> and you notice that there are some crewmates engaging in some pugilist, you know, activities. Nothing serious. It seems like they're just doing some bare knuckle boxing, doing some quick jabs. Nothing. No one's really going for any headshots. It's more like gut punches. So. From your own experience, you're able to assume that maybe they're doing more like an endurance training or some way toughening their cores based off of how easily they're allowing their cores to be hit. Oh, okay. <clears throat> you see, you see Darn's got like, you know what? It's been a while. Uh, how's everybody doing? Anyone want to wanna go a couple rounds with the, uh, with the captain? <clears throat> and as you say that, Valak, you come up from the lower deck. Shit, wait, hang on. Let me just stop. And you, you make, you hear that. Is there any response for you? Wait. Did I hear someone wants to take a round with me? Now, while Vashad is panicking, Darnum is fine with this. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, fuck. No. I mean, but Darnum's like, oh, all right. Glad to see you. Glad you're back. I mean, if you, it's, and you see Darnum's like, it's up, it's up to you. And matter of fact, if you're fine with it, sure, we, I'll, I'll, throw, I'll, throw, I'll throw a couple hands. Just, uh, nothing serious. Unless, you want, unless you know, quick spar. Unless you want to do full contact. You know, matter of fact, just, I'll let you dictate to me. How do you want to set up? All right. First one, first one that's, that can't breathe loses. Wait, that's surprisingly vague. You can, like, you can, <clears throat> ah, you, you know what I mean. You fall down, you know, you almost die. Same thing, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> Darn will just kind of do a quick glance at the crew to see if anyone else is stepping up besides just him. You see none of them are moving forward or closer to you, and they all look at you. They look at Valak, and then give me a perception roll, both of you. Uh, 16. Oh, hey. Uh, no, 23. Okay, never mind. Okay. Perception. Oh, wow. 18. Okay, both of you begin to hear murmurs of wages being placed. And from what you can hear, both of you, it's kind of split down the middle. Not kind of, but is rather split down the middle. Like half the crew is wagering on your success, Captain Darnamon, and then the other is wagering successful on Valak. And they're making different comments like, oh, but Darnum's got experience, but they're like, Valak's just big you know he could probably take more hits and then another guy goes no but he's captain darnam Han. this is the guy who took out narad what did what did valak do there guys are you kidding me he's one of those crazy weird abevelo dudes he's probably got some tricks up his sleeves you know maybe another fist comes out of his armpit who fucking knows <laughs> another fist comes out of my beard oh shit <laughs> <laughs> Advantage. <laughs> it's a third fist. <laughs> That's the secret technique I never learned. No. Fist of the South Star. No, anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I think that's a different kind of fist you're thinking of. No. <laughs> anyway, so I would say the, if, 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 if I hear it, I'll, I'll lean over to Valak. All right, so Valak, you, there's a lot of money you can put down on this. But, uh, do you, like, I'll, like, I'll say it out loud, but yeah, I'm whispering to Valak. I hear there's a lot of money mm -hmm. you can put down on this. You want to you wanna make a show of this, or... 
Yeah, we can make this entertaining. Sure, oh. this would be fun. I, sp I spend a whole day relaxing. I'm good. All right. So I'm gonna. So, so don't take anything I say seriously. I'm just gonna just try to rile up the crowd. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. Let's just give me a second. Val goes over, uh, steps back, and he says, "Okay." And if you haven't noticed, he's like, "Okay." Asmodeus, I'm going to show you how Valak does things, okay? You sit down and be quiet. You see okay. Asmodeus just stares at you and then licks your face. Just tongue just laps from the bottom of your chin and goes up pretty much three quarters of the way your, uh, to your face, ending at where the bridge, at the top of the bridge of your nose is and just stops. Aww. Oh, yes, I didn't tell you. This is a Bevelo hound. Is Asmodeus. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah no, no, no. Yeah, me I've been introduced. You see Asmodeus looks at you, blinks all four of his eyes, and just like, <laughs> starts panting. I'll wave politely. That's when he's, hap that's when he's happy. <clears throat> I, w I would be mad, but I do love dogs, so I can't really get mad at this. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm sure you know how to, I'm sure you know how to make your dogs heal. But it's going to be you who's going to be brought to heal today, Valak. As I say, oh. give me a performance roll. Shit. Uh. But after that die roll, sweet. That's going to be 17, 18 minus 1. Okay, so the crowd's attitude and the atmosphere changes. Where it was 50-50, it inches a little closer to yours. I would say probably 65 on you, 35 for Valak. You know what? Actually, I changed my mind. I'm willing to wager on the captain. Yeah, you've put him down, Captain Han. Don't worry, don't worry. He'll be able to walk away once this is over. As, he, as Darm starts taking off his jacket and his shirt. What's your response, Valak? <laughs> like, I'll glance over to Valak, like, come on, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. You, you might need to, you might need to scale off a few more scales to walk away once I'm done with you. Performance roll. <laughs> is there a way that I can give? Oh, I can. I can because it's, it's a good. This is this is a show between. Uh, uh, oh, natural twenty. Oh, never mind. At plus zero. So. so natural twenty. All of a sudden, it shifts and it goes towards sixty percent Valak, forty percent Darnam Han and uh, Captain Han, and then even those that bet on you kind of reduce the amount that they're willing to wager on you, and they're like, um, yeah, I don't know, the captain's. Oh, he's looking a little... Uh, something says he's just not really there. And this guy, holy shit. You, you see that, that little thing he has? Thing's a fucking freak. He, he has the balls to raise that thing? You know. All right, so you see Darm, like, Darm takes off, like, his jacket, his shirt. You see, he's, you see he's got... You see he's built. I, yeah, I feel like this is the first time you'd have ever noticed without a shirt on. Like, he's, you see he's tattooed, like, his entire torso is tattooed everywhere. You're still glistening somehow because they rubbed like shaved like baby oil on you or some shit beforehand. I mean, that's how I get it. that's how, that's how I get that tight shirt on. You, know, you gotta get it. Yourself. <laughs> you see, there's been there's been a topaz scaling from whatever the Dragoneers did to him since the last time you saw him. Mm -hmm. You see, there's been a scaling on certain parts of parts of his torso, like shoulder blades up to like the trapezoids. Was it trapezius? The traps. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, your traps. Here we go. Gotcha. But. <clears throat> You see, he's not—he's not shredded, but think like think like uh, what is like those strength training, those bodybuilders—not not bodybuilders, like the the powerlifter type, that that type of physique. 
So you have you you have a bulk, but it's not really like cut. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Now I'm, I'll now to make it easier on you, Valak, and I point towards the unwasted potential. Do you want me to take these off and make it easier on you? Do you want me to keep these on and see how long you can stand up? <laughs> and I look towards the cow, trying to trying to trying to egg, 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 trying to egg on the crowd. Performance with disadvantage only because Valak rolled a natural twenty. Fuck. Yeah. But I will reduce the score though because you did pull out the wasted potentials. That is that is nice, but but a, a disadvantage brings me to oh Jesus. So yeah, that's um yeah, no one's on my side anymore. That's a, that was, that was a five on the die, so that's a four total for me. Where it was at like forty percent, it's dropped down to thirty now, and they're like, mm, you know what? I think I'm gonna keep my wages. And actually, some people start walking away. Fuck. That would have bet on you. Son of a. So it's this it's kind of thirty percent you, seventy percent Valak right now. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Valak, your your response. <laughs> hey, you might need to keep that armor on. You might need a little more protection against my fist. And and he shouts out, if Valak wins, I mean that's not gonna be if I am gonna win. First round's on me. Okay, performance roll with I would say advantage because you're you're offering drinks if you win. Oh shit, natural twenty. I'm not kidding. Get the fuck, dude. <coughs> not important I things. I'm I swear need to God, this if later, I I'm about to fuck. say if if this is if this is a repeat of little FYI back in the day, oh, yeah. you know, old, <laughs> if this if this is literally where you get natural twenties like in non-combative encounters, but as soon as you start fighting Darnum and you keep rolling natural ones, I I don't know what to say. This is going to be ridiculous. Dude, say. this is ins- <laughs> that's insane. Okay, yeah, like natural twenties on the things that I don't want to do. Yeah, and it's things instantly. I don't want to happen because you get it's like that's a lot of booze you're giving away. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Captain Darms. I was like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, boom! The favor for you, Captain Darnum Han, or you, Darnum. I keep saying Captain Darnum Han. Um, goes down to about ten percent, with ninety percent of the remaining going towards Valak. With that being said, you see a Kiasi steps in, <clears throat> cracks his knuckles. Gentlemen, if you wouldn't mind, please go to your appropriative corners. All right. You see, just, okay. you'll see Darn just kind of just walk over to the corner. He's got, he's got the unwasted potential. He's, instead of taking them off, he's just now tightened them on. And you just see, okay. you see him just heaving his shoulders, just <clears throat> like he's just heaving his shoulders. He's going to start pacing back and forth. Just, okay. Just, and I would say you can notice him just breathing heavily, just <sighs> like just riling himself up at this point. Again, just it's it's this is gonna be this is gonna be just trying to make sure to put on the show, trying to be performance, try to look like oh no, just, okay, he is focused. He's <clears throat> yeah, we're just trying to put on the show. I'm, I'm not trying to make him look bad for the audience. Gotcha. It's <laughs> no just way, again, you, your perform <laughs> your performance again. It it has nothing to do with your intent. It's just the performance you guys are doing. It's like WWE style, right? Yeah, you know, like it's real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he's doing the people's album. <laughs> you see, the Kiasi looks a little bit like Vince McMahon, a little bit. Um... <laughs> oh boy, oh, that was a clusterfuck time it's to like, say that now. <laughs> someone, <laughs> it's like someone to turn on. Awesome. No, I'm just joking. Um, Wait, look, Valak and Darn are beating up the referee now. What is what's happening? No. So Valak, are you doing anything while Darnum's like you know flexing, you know 
pumping himself up, uh, cracking his knuckles, putting on the unwasted uh, potential. He's beating his chest, and, he, and okay. he's howling because he can howl. Cause he's, so, so you're like you're doing like the the King Kong thumping on your chest while letting out a big howl. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, with that being said, the referee looks at both of you. All right, gentlemen, I want a clean fight. Nothing below the belt. Okay. And above all else, this is a friendly skirmish. No killing one another. I don't want to look for a new job. All right. With that being said, roll for initiative. All right. Damn it. Wait. Oh, plus five. That was good. Thank God I had advantage. <clears throat> That's a 14 for yours truly. Uh, damn it. Uh, initiative. So, 13 plus... 16. 16? Yes. Okay, so I believe uh, Valley goes first, right, Darnum? Yes. You have 14? Okay. So, you guys are circling around the arena. <clears throat> and you're staring at one another. Valley, what is your first move? Just a clean fight. So, we are going to do... We're just... He's going to go... We're just going to go right for a punch. Just a good old unarmed strike. Okay. Give me an attack roll. Why does that say 8d10? No, sorry. Let me just Jesus, no. <laughs> Wait, hold no, on. No, that's something else. Sorry. I was, I was looking at something. You see, you see Saitama just appears and looks at Valley. He says, now is the time. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Baldy. Fuck no. Valley's <laughs> like, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> you see, he shows up. He's like, I get winner. <laughs> Does uh, 16 hit? 16 misses. Okay. So you swing with a hook. It whiff catches air. Darnum deflects it downward as it does so. Anything else, Valak? Extra attack. Go ahead. Give me the attack roll. Valak's like, damn, I missed. Well, yeah. This is the part where I was telling you about his repeat itself. So, 16. <laughs> 16? You know what? Because this is a fight between you, Darnum, how do you deal with a miss? So I'll, Will you deflect it or simply sidestep? I'll, I'll, deflect, I'll deflect the first one, and then what I'll okay. do is he's going to go, like, he's, if you take, what kind of a swing would, would Valak do for the second one? So, the first one would kind of just be like a straight punch, and then the second one would kind of be... Almost like a hook punch with his with, with his left arm. He's oh. a righty. I'm a righty. So, it, right. the second punch would be kind of like a like a hook punch with the left arm. All right. So when he goes for the hook, instead of like deflecting, I'm gonna duck under it and then just walk away, just wag my finger. No, 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 no. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna heal it up for the crowd because I want to you know, see if I can get some moves going. Like, mm-hmm. Too okay. Slow, give me a uh, give me a performance roll. Oh boy. I feel like I'm gonna screw myself over <clears throat> or anything else. Oh, hey, that's not too bad. 14 total. You see the crowd that wagered on you is cheering loudly. Yeah, fuck him up, Captain Han. Fucking put him in his place. Beat him down. (laughs) Valak, anything else? (laughs) Valak, you you got quicker in a bit of time, huh? I mean, I was always faster than you, old man. Ha <laughs> I ain't that old yet. And he's just laughing. 
Is there anything else that you could do with your turn, or is that it? Uh... And what? And who? And who? And who said that? Who was saying the insults? Just a variety. Just random people in the audience. He's like, huh? Oh, and he says, "You guys want angry Balak?" And one guy responds, "Better than a bitch, Valak." And it don't like. Oh, no. You see, you see, <laughs> Balak. He, he gives him like the rock look with the eyebrow and everything. Give me an intimidation roll. <laughs> don't, like, don't do that. 18 plus 3. 20, uh, 20, 23. You, you see the guy? Card. You noticed immediately the guy who said it. He kind of like shrugs behind and kind of like tries to hide behind the guy next to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was up. You said dude. Why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's friend is like, no, no, no. It's not. You said what you said. Save his face. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he shut up real quick. <laughs> uh, he says, oh, you want to talk crap, huh? And Valak enters rage. That's what oh, okay. So Valak rages. He let, I'm assuming you let out like a howl of some kind yeah. again? Okay. The, is that it for the your howl turn? is so loud that you can kind of start seeing that the, the boat is starting to shake a bit. Not too much. It's a giant ship, right? Give me a expecting. D100 roll. Give me a D100 roll. We'll see uh, how resonant your uh, your howl is. Yeah, these two dice. Here we go. I had to say green four, so it should be fine. Uh, twenty one. Exactly. Twenty one. You notice that your the resonance of your howl really only applies within probably like a twenty five foot radius. As it goes out beyond that, it doesn't really affect the ship too much. But around you, it actually shakes. So even some of the audience members, you know, kind of have a little balancing issue for a brief moment. Even the referee. Yeah, no, ref. Yeah, ref's right next to you guys. So, ah, this is good shit. Uh, next... <laughs> and that's it for my turn. Okay, your turn, Captain Darnamon. It's like, well, if you can, if you can punch as well as you can howl, I think I'd be on the floor already. I'll make this easy for you, and I'll just use the seat. Darnum's got to just pull up, just ready, and he'll make his first attack, which will be. Wait, I, can... I can actually see how much I get a bonus. But first attack is. 14 to hit? Uh, it doesn't hit. Throwing the, oh. throwing the, throwing the straight jab for that first for the first strike. So, Valak, how would you would you deflect or would you sidestep or what would you do to for that shot that missed shot? Um, Valak would um would sidestep the first one. Okay. Hmm, all right. You see, Darm just Darm just kind of wind up his instead of going for the jab, he just starts winding up his right his right hand. For the second strike, which would be oh dear, that's even worse. That's a two on the die, so that's a that's a twelve. Yeah, no, that doesn't hit either. <laughs> Are you yeah. sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So you see, Darn like he does the wind up, and he's like, it's, he goes to the fake. So he looks, he's gonna go for the right, but then throws the left. But I, I imagine you'll, you can get out get out of the way of that one, or the one to have you want to. Yep, he kind of just will uh, sidestep out the way again. He's Mr. Biakia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, am I crease? No. 
So he's like, all right, cool, 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 I understand. And like, as I'm turning around, like, I'm just trying to, other time I'm going to acknowledge the crowd, but I'm going to throw a hook kick for my bonus action. Oh, okay, go ahead. Give Will me an attack roll. A, 23 hit. Let me just uh, double check something real quick. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this is for show. This is for fun. <laughs> it was for fun. Yes, so that I, one guy said something. Yeah. yeah. It was that one guy. He, was, he said a little too much. <laughs> you see, Darnum's like, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're done throwing you off this shit. We're flying. I don't care. Got here. I lied. <laughs> no, it's like. Don't wake my friend up. He's very tired. Hey, what happened? Wait, what happened? What happened to Billy? Well, I had to let him go. <laughs> Man, all right, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> what are you doing, JP? Twenty-three. Does it hit? I feel like yeah, I'm gonna hit. regret hitting him. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it hits. It just has to make sure it's something. Yeah, you're good. Okay. So go ahead, roll for the damage. All right. So you're gonna take. That's it. You bad. Gonna be thirteen points of bludgeoning damage plus three three thunder damage. That's a, that's gonna be less. I'm resistance of bludgeoning right now. So you take so you'll take one point of bludgeoning, yep. and then three points of thunder. So you'll take four oh, points wait. of damage total. Wait, wait, how much? Wait, how much did you reduce that? Damn. Wait, you said three, right? No, three points. Of, no, three points of thunder damage, but eleven points oh. of bludgeoning. Oh, sorry. I heard. Th- sorry, I thought I heard three points of bludgeoning. I, I, so no, I get fired. Like, yeah. No, what sorry, does he have? sorry, sorry. No, that's my bad. I misheard. I misheard. Body so you take vibranium. <laughs> no, it's it's ethereum. Um, yeah. you just see Darnum's legs shatter as he kicked what apparently is dense metal. <laughs> so you take five points of bludgeoning damage instead because it gets cut in half, and you take three points of thunder damage. So you take eight points damage total. Okay. As that, as that, as the heel of my boot just whipped across your face, you see Darn like, oh yeah, look at that, spinning around and then turning around to see how little I actually did. Oh, huh. Valak's facial expression didn't change. Well, he just stood there and took it. Well, <laughs> shit. And then, <laughs> and then that's Darn's turn. Okay, going back to you, Valak. All right. Then do a good old unarmed attack, unarmed strike. Okay. Ooh, yes. Natural twenty. Sorry. But are you though? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you saw the. Remember, he did train in the buffalo. (laughs) So technically speaking, you do eighteen points of damage. Because it's it's automatically since it's automatically nine points of bludgeoning damage automatically, plus nine points on top of that because it's a crit. So eighteen points of bludgeoning damage. Where are you hitting Captain Darnamhan? Just in the stomach. Nothing. Okay. So, Alex psychs you out. He does a quick jab with his left hand, uh, lowering your guard, thinking that uh, that he's going to go one way, and then with the right. Boom! Hits you right in the solar plex, shifts his fist, and you feel the abdominal muscles as they try to tighten but fail to do so. Hits you in the gut. Um, <clears throat> go ahead, Valak. Continue your turn. Yeah, I was saying, like, immediately for that one punch, it's, it's the it's the Naruto Sasuke fight. 
work. It's a close up of Sasuke's face. It's like, what? <laughs> gets like the wide eyes. He's like, who? <laughs> exactly. There's like a little spittle coming out from the mouth, like glistening out. Why are you doing this? We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back to the village, pal. Like, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pack. All right, that one's definitely going to miss. Those are 12. I missed the second attack. Okay. So you swing with that second attack, but Darn was prepared. He ducks underneath and sidesteps at the same time and then pops right back up. Anything else, Valak, or is that it? Uh, that's it. Okay. Your turn, Captain Hawk. Take it like a big inhale, like. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, See, I was taking it easy you guys on you. I like that punch. He yells at the audience. You guys like that punch? Give me, give me a performance roll. Is he turning around to face the audience while he does it? Are you? Uh, eleven. Okay, but are you turning to face the audience while yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, he's turning to face the audience. All right, so for my next, like, for the next attack, I'm gonna tap, I'm gonna tap him on the shoulder to turn him back around. And let me see if this hits. So he taps your shoulder as you're facing the audience. The crowd's cheering, but not quite as loud as it was before. Like, the people who are following you are still following you, but the people who weren't aren't even paying attention. They're kind of still booing you. <clears throat> All right, that's 24 to hit. So I'm hoping that hits. As I'm, as I'm, as I'm, right. I'm going to just open palm, just slap Valk in the face as hard as I can. Like, I'm not holding back this time. Damn, just open slap. <laughs> I would say that. Well, now that I know you can take it, I don't, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> He's like, now nah, I know you ain't a bitch. <laughs> hey, 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 don't listen to that, dude. I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, 24 hits. <laughs> yeah. fucked up right now. I can't do that. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be six. <laughs> It's going to be 11 points of bludgeoning damage plus 5, 9, 12 points of thunder damage. Holy shit. So five po- it gets cut in half, so you get 5 points of bludgeoning right there. And then you get how many points? You said 12 points of bludge- uh, thunder? Yeah, 12 points of thunder damage. 17 points of damage total. Boom, as you're struck. Where are you hitting him? Like just, I just The first one is just a paintbrush right across the face. Okay. Boom, right across your jaw. Go ahead, Captain. Oh, you need. Looks like someone needs to wake up, and then I'm gonna just duck low. I'm gonna try and give him a gut shot of his, of my own, and natural one. So, I'm so. I am so sorry. Like as I, uh, JV, as I throw, as I as you see as you see me duck low, throwing a right, throwing a right, twisting right, and it's gonna it's gonna go for your gut. That's where you know it's going. JB, give me a D20 roll. <laughs> D20. Okay. Uh, 10. Okay. Thinking you could take advantage of this sheer missed swing, and it was so obvious. That's how you're able to dodge it. You try to retaliate against him, but he catches it just in the right moment, and you both miss each other. It's like the ending uh, with Apollo Creed and Rocky about to hit each other. But instead of, like, that guess of whether they did or didn't, it's clear as night as day that you guys both miss each other. Oh, well, I missed that. Well, I missed this. 
and then I'll go for another book, like use my bonus action to attack one more time. There's an 18 hit. Yes. Alright. So I'll just follow the, the momentum of me missing that one punch, and I'm just gonna just throw a back elbow with my, with my left arm. And a little bit of that reach your style. See if, see if he notices. With A. Why so much feet? Oh, okay. <coughs> Three plus five. Eight points of bludgeoning and additional. Additional ten points of thunder damage. So. The eight's reduced to half. Yeah, so that, that, that's get, that gets brought down to four. And you said how many thunder? Ten thunder. So 14 so points four. of damage again just done to you, Valley. Whack! And then after the second hit, oh. Oh, no. Val Valak starts to smile and he's like, "That's just what I'm talking about now." Like, at, like you see Darwin turning his back to you, like raising his arms, like he's almost about to celebrate until you say that. And I guess whoever can see his face, you see his face, like, oh. <laughs> oh. So my back is to you now, Valak. Tear him a new one, Captain. You, you, you got it. <laughs> so Malik, it's your turn. Yeah. This cross could get you messed up. <laughs> All right, Malik is just gonna do a good old unarmed attack again. Just, just classic punch. All right, seventeen. 17 misses. Oh. <clears throat> <clears throat> no, like you wind up that punch with. Damn it. This extra attack. Give us the roll. Okay. Alright, 19. 19 hits. Alright. So that would be nine damage. Ow. Ow. All right. But I ain't done yet. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Since I hit you with my fist, um, uh, so his other his ability, infectious infectious fury. Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> so I hit a target. So now Darnum. You must roll. You must succeed on the wisdom saving roll. The DC is 16, by the way. Oh yes, I forgot to play that. Sorry, it's, it's 16. That don't matter. I got a seven. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me get this D D12. It says. Yeah. So you take two D12 psychic damage, and the the first part doesn't apply to you because there's no other opponent. So. Yeah. 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 It doesn't. Yeah. yeah it's just us. Give me a second. Ah, oh, found the D12. Nine. And oh god, nine. Do you take eighteen psychic damage? Ah, oh, my brain. Damn. Oh. that? I didn't know we were also using special abilities. So you want to hit me with a little lightning? I like that though. Oh well, the lightning part. Did you see? You see 
easy darn's eye kind of like, kind of like he's got one eye kind of kind of cock like 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 fluttering shut a little bit. Well, the lightning part is the thing I can't really help, but the rest is I was gonna take it easy. Got me, got me, got me the Vinegar Eye a little bit. All of a sudden, just <laughs> next time on the Twilight Zone. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, okay. Is that the best you can do? I'm done my turn. Yeah, turn bring it on. on. All right, so I'm gonna jump in the air. I'm gonna throw a knee at. Let's <laughs> just start throwing knee in Valak's direction. See if it hits. The 26, I think that'll do it. Yeah. And I threw my dial directly on the floor. All right. Uh, damn it, that was an eight on that. You know what? So that's going to be. Ooh, all right. It's going to be two plus. Five is seven points of bludgeoning plus nine, ten points of thunder. So thirteen points of damage total as you careen right into Valak. And then for my second attack, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna attempt to just try to you know what no yeah second attack on second attack on Valak straight up to hit him again. I'm gonna go for another one. Well, not another knee, just another strike. But that's a 17. Does 17 it? Uh, yes. All right. That's all. Oh, this is a ball's damage. All right. So that's six points of bludgeoning plus two, four, five thunder. So eight points total, right? Did I do the math right? Yeah. Did I just as I throw as I throw yeah. another shot a shot in his stomach. And I'm going to I'm going to flurry of blows this time. I'll burn a key point for this. Okay. Ah, you're all you're also going to burn a key point. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What does Malik have key? I don't want to find. This, I can't. This is the time for you to find it. He bulked up. <laughs> He's like my secret weapon. Biatch <laughs> nut. Where is it? Uh, also, he looks like tuxedo mask. He didn't do. Malik didn't do anything. Didn't I? No. <laughs> All right. So the first attack, <coughs> excuse me, is twenty-four to hit, and I'm gonna need him to make a dexterity saving throw. And you get advantage on that, by the way, uh, Valak. Okay. Yeah, you get advantage uh, on dex dexterity saves. saving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank God, that shit was eight. I never mind eight. Okay, so eleven. <laughs> All right, so that's a fail. So I'm gonna like after I hit him in the gut, I'm gonna just like first up, let me tell you the damage. It's gonna be twelve bludgeoning plus uh, three, six, eight more thunder. So fourteen points. <clears throat> so I'm gonna just straight up just grab just. Grab Valak by the throat and just choke slam him to the ground. Just straight up Undertaker style. Grab him by the throat. I'll pat him on the back and let him know that the let him know that the lift is coming. That I'm gonna just lift him up and then drop him on the ground. Choke, choke slam. 
and he lifts you up with some great strength and momentum and whack, hits you down to the ground. You feel the wooden boards beneath your back splinter and bow beneath the immense weight of your body. So it's 14 points total, right? 14 points total? Yes. And then I'm going to just, with the last part of the flurry of blows, that he's still prone, just, just, I'll lift up my right elbow, slap it really hard, and just come down for the elbow drop. Oh, God. How much damage did, were you 14. doing anything total? 14 total. That's after everything's been halved. Okay. How much hit points do you have, by the way? Uh, I'm still at 133. Okay. Alright. I didn't think I'd have to use this. <laughs> okay, so uh -oh. I'm gonna miss it. Wait, wait, he's prone because I get advantage, which I desperately need. Cause Correct. That's Correct. Natural one. Oh, no, it's, it's not something I have to use, but yeah, no, there's for you to do. Uh, okay, so that's gonna be 14. With advantage? Yeah, that's with advantage. Exactly. Four, 14 misses. So yeah, you, I, you see me drop, and I'm gonna try to drop the elbow on Valak, but I'm gonna miss. And then as his body, like, bended and splintered the boards, your elbow does the same thing. And as you lift it up, some of the splinters have dug into your elbow, and you brush them off. They go away. Uh, and now for the backlash. <laughs> Darn him. That was a nice hit, I will admit. Uh, I have um, I have about nine temporary hit points left over from that. So uh I'm not gonna kill you, just so you know that. Oh wait, wait, what are you <laughs> so, to, like I'm not gonna press it like you're not going to die. Yeah. But uh he has a passive ability. Oh no. So I have twenty five temporary hit points. And I've used 14 of it, so I have 9. Um, if I'm using this correct, Mike, let me know. If I'm not, then tell me. Because I think it's probably the second time I've only used this. Oh, God. Okay, what's but the ability? passive ability. What's the passive? The Bizarre of Luminous. Lumin uh, bizarre Luminescence, uh, Luminous. you can use it now, but what it does is it puts a shield on you. So it doesn't do anything to him until he attacks you. Gotcha. Yeah. So... Bizarre of, of luminescence will it's it, it it's a passive ability so nothing you don't actually see anything happens yeah but it does cost you an action though and what it does is it basically gives you a shield that's equal to your wisdom modifier times your wisdom score yeah yeah so Alright, so it's my turn. Yeah, so you use Bizarre Luminescence? Yes. That expended your action. Okay. Anything else? Uh. Just looking at all my stats right now. Uh, no, that's fine. Okay. I mean, you so, think, now, now to be fair, because you're still prone, you can always throw 
to get up or anything? You know, I was going to get up, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. He's going to get up and just, you know, that's it. Then my turn. Alright, so the Darn's going to see you get back to your feet. He's going to, like, you can get up when I say you get up. I'm going to just, I'm going to just go in. <laughs> I'm going to go in for the low kick, try to take your leg, try to, you know, kick your leg out of your leg. Because I have no idea what, what Valak did to prepare himself. So I'm going to just... Oh, you just saw this weird sheen go across Fuck! the Fuck! That's it. That thing spun on a 20 for so long. It's, it's, it's landing on twos. That's 12. Yeah, no, 12 doesn't hit. So I, I miss... Uh, I, I don't know if you block it or you just get out the way, but I miss with that low kick I go for. Uh, he'll block it. Oh, no, he checked it. Damn it. Fuck. All right, so I'm going to go for... Second attack. This time we're on a journey for 14, which also misses. Yes. And he also goes to block it again. What else can, what else can I do? Uh... You know what? He'll use, oh, a, Captain Han. He'll use a bonus action. He's going to go for He's going to do this. Try to just hop in the air and go for the headbutt at this point. With a <laughs> 23. Yeah, that hits. Alright. Right, so that'll do it. Nothing bad happens except for this die roll, which is tall. Oh. So that's a 9 for bludgeoning plus 6 thunder damage. So that's 15 points of damage? As you go for this headbutt, you make contact, but all of a sudden you see this sheen of fire and ice, almost like a frozen flame, wash over Balak for a brief moment and then dissipate and then blast back at you, striking you in your head uh, where you struck him. And you take uh, seven points of, well, basically cutting it whichever you want, half fire, half ice damage. So seven and so seven? And seven? seven and eight, technically speaking. Right, seven and eight, so. Yeah, yeah. Ow, Jesus. Okay. So that 15 gets directed to you. Malik, that shield of 30, poof, drops down to 15. Yep. So, for my wrestling fans out there, have you ever noticed when they do the fireball spot, when they have, like, flash paper in the it, I feel like that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get in the face. Like, ah! Ah! What the, what the fuck was that? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know this is an Inferno match now? <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> Rises up from a fiery coffin. <laughs> that's gotta be kicked. No, it's up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my, that's, that's my turn. Okay, I, I, I've decided to fight you and I got set on fire somehow. And then as that happens, the referee goes ding ding, round one over. Both men to their corners. Ah! What the? Oh, that was on. Fuck. All right. Okay. Uh. And with that, and with that, we will be taking our first break. Okay. <laughs> and we're back, picking up from where we left off. Captain Darnum Han is in his corner. Valak is in his. You both do whatever you need to. Is there anything you're going to do to rejuvenate or refresh yourself within this downtime that you have before uh, the next round? You see Val, just, she's just chugging on some, like, water. 
Okay. You chug down some water, Valak. How about you, Captain Han? I'll say Darnum is just gonna like he's gonna just sit there. Just kind of, like, he's looking good. He's so he'll so he'll so put up, make sure the performance is so going. Even though he was not expecting to be, you know, set ablaze, but you know, sitting there just <laughs> like 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 leaning forward, like hey, like fist clenched between like between between like between his knees, just staring daggers or well, well you know, just quote unquote staring daggers at at Balak, just like waiting for like quote unquote waiting for the bell to ring. Okay. And with that being said, I need you both to roll for initiative. As you both stand, the referee gets out of the way, looks at both of you. Clean fight still, gentlemen. I do like the creativity amongst both of you. Fight! Give me an initiative roll. Okay, that's more like it. 15. Thank God I had a... Thank, thank God I had fucking advantage. Damn. What'd you get? 15. Ah, you go first. <laughs> Usually when they say that, that means something bad is about to happen to me. <laughs> no, JB already got his natural 20s, so it's all set. <laughs> uh, I ran out of good luck. I'm fucked the rest of the time we're playing tonight. Alright, so... As... I would say as we get, as we get up to, like, you know, we're moving... Because like, I imagine we're walking towards the middle ring to get, get back, you know, get back to Yep, you guys as, both enter the ring. As you guys are like that, circling each other. As, as we do, as we do that, as we circle, Darn's gonna quickly just tough roll, combat roll towards Valak, then leap and go for and go for the hurricane run on Valak. Just, just land on land on his shoulders, my legs, flip back, and then just try and slam him back on the ground. I don't know what you want to roll that shaper, but that's what I'm going for. First off, give me an attack roll. And I'm going to have this be it upon a success. Uh, hmm, this is I'm debating between athletics or a DC save. Um, you know what? Let's make this a DC save. What's your DC check? That's going to be a 22 for the attack. Okay. It, you definitely land on. What's the DC check? So do whatever damage you would do. Okay. Basically. So for the attack portion, I guess we'll Holy shit! Okay, all right. So that's thirteen points of bludgeoning plus eight, sixteen, twenty-five thunder damage. Holy shit! Thirty-one points of damage as he makes contact with you, Valak. I need you to also make me a strength saving throw as he tries to bring you down. Okay. Hit him with that rape material fast. <laughs> Remember when Rey Mysterio? He tried to he, he tried to he tried to fucking jump on the Undertaker. So what happened after that? <laughs> oh, oh Jesus! Uh, let's see. Uh, eighteen plus. What was your score? Eighteen. Uh, wait, which score? Eighteen plus. Your DC check. What's your DC yeah. check? Oh, for my DC. Save any of my abilities. That's going to be. Hang on a second. Uh, DC is seventeen. All right. Well, I had a twenty-eight. Jesus. Oh, so as you, <laughs> as you, as you try to bring down this titanous being, Valak, you quickly realize strength was not the best thing to go against, and you managed to recover. Uh, in your fail attempt, you did do damage, but you failed to bring him down 
prone onto the ground. So I'll recover. say like, if 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 you, if you know if you if you know the move, I bent backwards trying to go for her. Oh oh wait I, hold Stop. on sorry, oh, yeah. uh, fifteen points of that damage oh, that was done to you goes back to you by the way. My so crunch. so thirty one, you only deal sixteen points of damage to Valak. So Valak, you're down to you said ninety five minus sixteen. Now he does that. Do I get opportunities of attack? Like I would no, say, that's, that's... I would say I leave myself vulnerable because you know if you've seen wrestling. The I like and I, Dave, I, I, I go for her. I'm leaning backwards. Valak just grabs my waist and stops momentum dead in his tracks. So I'm kind of dangling okay. there. So I'll Valak, if that's... I'll be happy to forego the rest of the turn to let whatever happens next. Okay, Valak. Um, you don't have to forego your turn, but it gets interrupted. Valak, how are you going to respond? So you know that move Rikishi does with his ass? I'm just kidding. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not like this. Yeah. <laughs> Pull it in like this. Um, so, uh, with the opportunity of attack, he has one uh, reaction. So, he's going to use uh, Form of the Beast Tail. And. So I have to roll a D8. Try to make this fair. Let's see. Yeah, here we go. It says you roll your D8, applying a bonus to your AC equal to the numbered roll. Uh, wait, wait, equal plus my AC? Is that right, Mike? Am I reading that? No, so you roll. So you're doing form of the beast tail. Right? Yeah. A reaction. Yeah. So you roll. You roll a. So you roll. Yeah. Right. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Hold on. We enter. Your rage. You can choose a weapon form for each rage, whatever. Uh, tail. You roll a lashing spiny tail that deals one d8 piercing damage on a hit. So all you do is roll a one d8. That's it. So at the cost of a reaction. Yep. One d8. So roll a 1d8. And it says, applying a bonus to your AC equal to a numbered roll. So you roll... You don't... And this is weird. A creature you see within 10 feet to you with an attack. Okay, so... No, no, so it's telling you... So read the ability. You grow a lashing tail, a lashing spiny tail, which deals 1d8 piercing damage on a hit and has yep. reach property. If a creature see within 10 feet of you hits you with an attack roll you can use your reaction to swipe or tail and roll a d8 applying a bonus to your ac so you also add a d8 to your ac so not only do you deal 1d8 piercing damage you add a d8 a separate d8 to your ac this is more meant for if you are getting hit with something gotcha yes okay. you've done this before I haven't used like these kind of abilities in a while. I don't use them very often. So, I rolled the D8 was a seven. Okay, so he takes seven points of piercing damage as you whack him with your tail, knocking him off of you, and he ends ah. up recollecting himself. What, what is what is this now? Because remember, I don't think Darn has seen that before. <laughs> 
No, no he doesn't use it often. <laughs> yeah, so you see his his appearance now reflects a more bestial form. Yeah. I do have part beast abilities I could use that I don't have to fully transform. I just don't use it that often. Yeah. And they can only be used when he's raging. Well, in, yeah. your, in your defense, you don't really need to. You just hit things and they die. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's really like I don't I don't use them that often because I have other better things I could use. So, so Tarnum is gonna... <laughs> again. This is yet another new, new and exciting ability. That I, that I have not been privy to. Oh, boy. And now it is my turn. No, Darnum has the rest of his turn. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you, yeah, yeah so you interrupted because he allowed you to interrupt him and because of his failed attempt at trying to bring you down to the ground. And now he recovered himself and it's still the continuation of his turn. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to attempt to grapple at this point. I'm going to attempt to straight up to grapple Valak at this point. Okay. Oh, oh, Valak, give me an athletics that. roll. No, so you I'm, see, so, I'm, as so as sorry, Bashan. As I, as I recover, was... you can roll really bad. Wait, 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 don't, wait, let me roll first. Don't tell me how badly I failed until I roll first. <laughs> you got to give me that. You owe me this. All right, yeah. All right. <laughs> you roll, and I'm going to let you know what I got after. All right, I got a plus seven for athletics. So I could really hope really high. See, that's a 21. That's 14 plus 7. 21. All right. Valak has a plus 15. All right. So natural 20 is 15, 35. What? Natural 20? Yeah. <laughs> so as you try to grapple Valak, Valak grapples you instead. Yeah, you see me. You see me. You see me go for, go for, go for the goal behind. You do the standing switch. I'm suddenly grappled out of nowhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the worst At this thing moment, you he realized he fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And Darn's head is like, this is supposed to be a show. <laughs> <laughs> you see the crowd that's watching, they were cheering for you, they're like, oh, this is well. <laughs> so, now that I haven't grappled. Do I remember the episode of Naruto with the pirate? No! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I look back, Alec has to look at his hand. No. Oh no! <laughs> got his fingers ready. Yeah, no! Kakashi! <laughs> so I have him grappled. Like, I'm assuming right, his you turn have, is done. You have him grappled, Darn. Is there anything you can do with your turn, or is that no, it? My turn is over. Oh, well, Valak, you have a grappled Darnum in your arms. You're holding him like a baby. <laughs> Alright. Darnum's gonna say, This is gonna be fun. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Alec is gonna jump in the air and then proceed to throw him to the ground. Oh no! He's gonna slip. Yep. <laughs> I'll uh, try to do some real wrestling moves. He went straight for Street Fighter. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Valak, describe exactly what you're doing. Are you trying to choke slam him? Like power uh, pile drive him? Like what exactly are you trying to do? So, somewhere Val Valak is gonna jump in the air. He's gonna have flashbacks when he was when he was choke when he was choke slamming some like giant worms, right? <laughs> back in back in Ravnica, 
that scene from Pokemon where Charizard used Seismic Toss on Magmar. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see, just Idilla just appear in the circle. Uh, yeah. So he's okay. going, he's going oh, in circles. <laughs> Somehow he has wings, but he really doesn't. <laughs> and just slams him right in the ground. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see what to do this. Darn him! I hate doing this. Okay, so you're still gonna take you're still gonna take damage because oh, he rolled a natural twenty. Oh god! So I, I I have to grant him this. Um, give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, okay, so that's the one thing. I'm, that's the thing I'm actually good at. Actually. Yeah. All right, twenty-two. You take eleven. Oh, twenty-two. Sorry. Uh, JB. Yes. What's your DC? My DC It would be uh eight plus your proficiency modifier if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh Sean? Uh yes. And I would yeah. say double check in case you get any bonuses on top of that as well. Yeah. Uh plus add your or uh what do you call it? Strength modifier. So it would be five plus eight plus whatever your proficiency is. So that would So five plus eight plus whatever I'm proficiency in? Whatever you, whatever your proficiency modifier is, is what it'll be. So, uh, what level are you at? Um, if I'm looking, is it for saving throws you're looking at? Yes. No, 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 no. So, so uh, Darnum, he's at 15. So, what's the proficiency so number? Is that plus... an additional plus five on top of that. Yeah, I see it. Plus so, five bonus. Okay. Okay. So five. So you get five plus five, plus eight. So eighteen. So yeah, Darnum, you make. You're successful in the save, but you take half point, half the points of damage. Uh, JB, um, I'll let you roll this if you want. Mm -hmm. Roll for me uh, 4d6. Oh, no. 4d6, four, four okay. Yeah, as you, as you literally spin him a little bit and then throw him into the deck. He manages to catch himself, but he still takes the damage. Nine plus six, so fifteen. Oh. You take fifteen points of bludgeoning damage. Oh wait, cut in half. So you take uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage as you careen into the deck floor. The splinters that were left uh, from Valet crashing into, as well as your elbow, dig into one of your heels. Ah. So go ahead, Valak. Valak. Valak lets out a huge roar starts beating his chest. He's trying to, he's trying to hype up the crowd. Uh, give me a performance roll. Uh, 12. 12? Mm-hmm. The people who are cheering for you are still cheering for you. Those that were cheering for Captain Han are kind of being a little bit more quiet, but those that are cheering for you are like, Valak! 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 And you see one guy like runs a thumb across his throat and like sticks his tongue out. Finish him! <laughs> I'll, I'll glance over to that guy. He's like, oh, come on! <laughs> he goes, he, he, you see like midway through, like he's like three quarters of the way through doing the, the gesture. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, Captain Han. Uh, heat of the moment. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no offense, I hope. He's like, yeah, finish him off! <laughs> yeah, finish him! Sweep the leg! <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> you see someone in the crowd, yeah, pull his pants down. And everyone's like, what? You see, they all look at that guy like, Ex- what? Like, you know, just get the, this guy out of here. Him. You know, they humiliate <laughs> him, that's all. That, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's acting nervous when doing uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Handsome. No. <laughs> so Valak, what, what are you doing? Because I believe it, I'm gonna take that all this the, the first attack. Yep, that was yeah. that was one attack. So you still have you can still use your extra attack. How you how are you looking? I'm. I'm not quite bloody just yet. Still keep going, darn him. I ain't hear no bell. Wait, I'll look at the referee to make sure that he's not gonna see Referee's like, nope, we just started this round. You you ladies have all the time in the world. You heard you heard the man. Alright. And Vivalic's second attack is gonna go for the spear. Oh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks to when a young Darnum attempted to spear Valak back in um, Kingsford. And that backfire. I don't know. Would that be an undarm? Does it 22 hit? You know what? I think it just does. Okay. Yeah, that, that 22. Does. You you spear. Are you just straight up like missling him? Yeah. Okay. Are yeah. Going, are you talking Goldberg? Are you talking Rhino? Who are you talking about? So uh, what I will do, because this is a, a custom attack, I will let you do your unarmed strike damage plus your strength modifier. So 14 points of damage. Okay. Yep. You take 14 points of bludgeoning damage as he spears you, uh, almost pushing you outside the boundary of the ring, but you recover yourself, Captain Darnamon. Uh Anything else? Malik? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Your turn, Captain Han. All right, so as I'm on the ground, just recovering from the spear, uh, I'm going to... You know what? Because, yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, I'm, still, I'm a little under half in, in half of it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do, do the kip up to Shawn Michaels style, and I'm going to just as I hop back up, I'm gonna just throw the go to super kick directly in Valak's face. Hopefully, trying to catch him off guard before he realizes what's happening. Okay, go ahead. Make the uh, the roll. That's a 15. So that's a miss. Yes. Unfortunately, see a 16. Yep. All right. So the kick, the kick goes. The kick goes up. You can you can see that you can see my foot flying towards your face. So you can, yeah. you can stop. Dodge that. He the quickly second, dodges gracefully. The second one is a 23 to hit. So yep. I'll say you'll, you'll dodge first one. I'll cock it back and then throw it again for the first one to actually hit this time. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta throw some Shawn Michaels. I can't, I can't overpower. Him. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't, I can't outmuscle you. Uh, okay. So that's 10 points of bludgeoning. 13, 14 thunder. So that seven points gets cut in half, so it gets down to three, and then 14 points of thunder? Yes. So 17 points of damage total to you, Valak, as he misses with the first kick and then corrects himself, and then with whatever momentum is left, whack, smacks you. And then just <clears throat> for, the, for the bonus action, just straight up just got to go for the drop kick, just standing, leaping the air, both feet are going to fly towards your face. Drop kick. 
I'll let you know, if you get a na uh, natural one, you will be considered prone. Oh, I, I wish I let go of the die before you said that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way, no, no way, I, no way, no way. You see, he tries to drop kick you, Valak, and he misses. You sidestep, and he just comes crashing down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a little too hasty there, huh? You just see, you see, Thrawn has a flashback to when he was 13, one of his first kid fights. Same move, same reaction. <laughs> and it's just the, the realization in his eyes as he's falling in slow motion. He's like, I can't believe this happened. It's been like 25 years. Oh, fuck it. So you still technically can get up if I'm not mistaken, because it doesn't cost an action to get up; it just costs movement speed. So. I only wounded my pride. Yes. <laughs> so, I'll, wait, how much? How much movement did I use? Well, I got nowhere to run to. So. Yeah, no, the arena's the arena's very not that big. So you guys are it's very intimate. So get back up, because I didn't because I didn't say it was going to be a flurry blow. So that's it for me. Okay. As I've completely whiffed on that dropkick. <coughs> Valak, your go. All right. Valak is going to go for a, just a... He's going to charge back his punch and go for a good old arm strike. As you do that, one guy cheers in the crowd. Put him in a body bag! <laughs> Uh, 17, 27. You know what? That barely hits. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's nine. You take, you take nine bludgeoning damage. As I, as, as I'm just recovering from the emotional damage of the missed dropkick, I take the physical damage of being slugged in the face. <laughs> Whack after, yeah, 100%. And he says, you know, Dardum, you were trying to be a little sneaky back there. But, you know, I have to do this to you. So, uh, you're going you're gonna to roll for Infectious Fury. No. Ooh. <laughs> That's a... Why? It's a 16 to save. Yeah, DC 16. No. You're sure it's wisdom I had to roll, right? Yes. It says yeah, I'm a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to double check to myself. <laughs> so, yep. Alright. Let's roll. Gotta spend the I gotta. Oh, key point used again. Okay, two. And six. So, eight damage. Say eight psychic damage. Okay, well, that's not bad as, as it could have been. It still sucks, because that really hurt. <laughs> but it could have been worse. Yeah, it could have been 24. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> I feel like if it was 24, I was like, you know what, Darm's tapping out. It's like, nope, I'm done. Don't worry about it. On a natural, on a natural one, I will allow a 24. <laughs> like, oh, don't even bother rolling the dice. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. And then, for his second attack, Fuck. Right, since he punched them, 
He's gonna go for the elbow drop. Go ahead, make an attack roll, good sir. He's oh, gonna. People's elbow. <laughs> Let's see. Ooh, seventeen. Uh, that's twenty-seven hit. I'm just going up based off the other <laughs> strike, so. You know what? Yeah, it does. So Valk is gonna jump up in here and go for the elbow, for the elbow drop. Right on your back. Yeah. the damage good sir yep uh it would just be nine right yeah oh just nine okay so you deal nine points of bludgeoning damage as you just bring the elbow down on his back you hear just some cracks captain han as well as you valak as this goes on <sighs> and that's it man. yeah at this point it's it's not he darn isn't faking it for the crowd like, like it's really hurt. he's really hurting it's like <laughs> it's like ah how, how do both of you how do both of you look I'm about half right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just at half. You got, what, what's your total? Uh, my total is 178. And what, where are you at? 56. Holy crap. Yeah, so both of you actually look pretty rough, both bloodied. It's kind of both of your sweat glistening off your bodies. The cold air, it's, it's actually been quite some time. So it went from about four to probably close to an hour's past. So it's, it's roughly five o'clock. The sun is starting to crest and start to drop on the western horizon. And it's starting to, it hasn't fully yet, but it's starting to cast that ablaze look in the sky with magentas and oranges, giving that dusk look, uh, on the precipice of that dusk look, as, as it were. And Sun Purr comes up from the bottom of the deck. Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Don't you think there's better things to do than beat the shit out of each other? Yeah, but yeah, Darno. Or you just finish finish bludgeoning each other, and then we'll we have to stay course. I think we probably have places to be, if I'm not mistaken. Captain Han, and she looks at you with like trying to pass that look into your eyes, like realization. We probably have stuff to do. <laughs> it might have. It we might have just warming up. Yeah, this is only a sparring match. <laughs> I'm looking, like, looking to, it's like, 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 like the, like, like the TV dads, like, you know what? Shame on all of you. Yeah. Like, all right, don't let, don't let me be a buzzkill, as you were, but make it quick. Someone knocked someone out already. And she, uh, walks away. Well, you heard, I'll look to Valak, well, you heard the lady, and I'm gonna just, wait, it's my turn? Uh, I believe so, yes. Right, so. I gotta, just, I gotta stop playing around then. Uh, gotta just, uh. Damn, what did I do? Because I can't grapple. Yeah, I mean, you can, but I'm not stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I see what happens when that backfire. No. Darnum rolls a natural one. Lock. <laughs> I literally just threw myself into your arms. <laughs> yeah. You know how to fly, Darton? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he just sailed over the edge. No, anyway, gonna go for the, gonna go for the first attack. Twenty, yeah, twenty-five to hit. Yeah, yeah. All right, so he's gonna go, just straight up, just going for like the the clothesline from hell, just running, start throwing a lariat for 
bludgeoning plus 5, 10, 14%. So, how much was the bludgeoning again? Sorry. 13 on the bludgeoning total, so that'd be half. 13? 6. So, 6 plus 15, 21 points of damage. Okay. So, that's the first clothesline, then I gotta spin Valak back around and try and go for a second one. But that's a 13, so that misses. After whiff, uh oh. Fuck, 13. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah. So. Desperation starting to set in, apparently. As Valak each attack misses, Valak was dodging gracefully. But like the sweat glistened in the air, and it hits your cheek a bit. No. <laughs> and there's like uh, a little twinkle. Yeah. Oh, no, it's the Kawaii. I've heard about this. No. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's that's it for 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 Darnum. Your turn, Balak. The ball's in your court. All right. Both of you are looking pretty rough right now. One of you know, both both of you are bloodied. You're actually there are some lacerations on your body despite the blunt force trauma that was done to your bodies. Both of you are sweating, glistening in the. Uh, the dying embers of the sun, or hey, rather the star. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> is that guy back? <clears throat> both manly and chiseled and smiling at each other. This is, it looks like a panel from JoJo's Bazaar Adventure. You thought you were sparring with, with your captain. It was really me, Dia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So go ahead, Valak. Your turn. Looks like I'm going to have to end this. Don't you think? I'll do the... Yeah. I'll do the, the sad player just waving you on to try and finish me off. Valak's going to jump in the air. He's going he, to go... He's going to jump high up. Go for the elbow drop again. Give me an attack roll. 23. You know what? That 23 hits. That's uh, nine, uh, nine bludgeoning. My brain. Okay. <laughs> Take nine points of bludgeoning damage. Valid. It was That's nine. Like yeah, nine points. Yeah. Oh, um, actually, hold on, hold on. You still have your extra attack and such. No, no, there's something I actually kind of entirely missed. Entire time, but that's my fault. So, let's see. Uh, no, not attack. Action. Mm. Sorry, just give me a second. Uh, so by the way, 
uh, you also have brutal critical. When you roll, you can roll two additional weapon damage dice when determining the extra damage for a critical hit with a melee attack. And I would, what I would do is I would just triple your basic. So it would be nine plus nine plus nine. Just don't. Yeah. Just... So next time, just just remember that next time. Yeah. No, that's because I keep. I am looking at my features and traits. You know, you don't, you don't have to remember that though. Because <laughs> that that would have been because he had he rolled a critical earlier so that would have been a, a twenty seven right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, like maybe you don't need to, don't worry about that. You don't need to, you don't... <laughs> well, actually, no. Technically, thirty six because you automatically get the nine plus the other nine plus the two more nine, so thirty six. Actually, I take that back. Jesus. Yeah. So by the aspects. There we go. I gotta I gotta keep. Yeah, exactly. By so, the aspects. <laughs> for my extra attack. Okay. I have to do the border critical. Well, that's you have to roll a natural twenty though. Yep. Don't roll it. Only what the dice tell me. No, you don't. The dice. Oh, you're close. Nineteen. Damn it. Nineteen. That's that's my armor class. Nineteen plus what? Plus ten. Oh, oh never mind. 29. 29. Oh. Yeah, 29. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 19. He just hit. Oh, I got a 29. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you do nine points of damage to Darnum as you... What attack are you exactly doing? So, you brought down the elbow on him for the first attack. How are you responding with the second attack? Um, For, for the second attack, he's... um. He's gonna drop the elbow. He's gonna drop the elbow again. Again, rebounding from the first attack, you jump up, and then whack again. Same part with the elbow, adding extra concussive force to the same wound that you had done earlier, doing another nine points of damage. So it's whack, whack. It's like being hit with a sledgehammer. It almost feels like you've never been hit with the devastator of Sohn before, uh, Darnum. But you can imagine, man. If anything feels like this, that's got to be it. Like I'm the, like. I never appreciated how much more I'm on the other side of these beatings, where I just watch <laughs> Malik do it. <laughs> you get little brief glimpses of when he ripped off the arm of that horny teenager. <laughs> Darn him. You're going to take a little sting again. Roll the dice. No! Wisdom, Wisdom DC save, yep. I'm going to use my different die. <laughs> He's like, fuck this dice. I'm not, I'm not picking that down. <laughs> I'm not picking that down off the floor. It's failed me too many times. <laughs> it goes to dice health. See, yeah. that's better. See, that's why. Because I got a 19. Okay, you save. See? So you I, take, it was the dice full. It wasn't me. So he takes uh, half psychic damage, right? Or does he take nothing? It says... Uh, or stuff. The target must succeed in a wisdom saving throw. Or suffer on the fallen effects. The target okay. Use, the target must use its reaction to make a man attack against another creature or, of choice that you can see. But there's only two of us. Yeah, or take two so, d12 psychic damage. Yeah. So because you succeed, he succeeded. He doesn't take any damage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, lucky there, Darnum. Oh, thank you. Uh, how are you, gentlemen, looking? By the way, I'm looking real bad. Yeah, you're looking pretty rough. Both of you are looking pretty rough. Yep. Somper glares at the ref. The ref is like, ding, ding, ding. Uh, all right. Um, match is over, folks. Uh, you know, 
take take your money back, whatever your earnings are. If you want to settle amongst each other, who you think won and who you think lost, by all means. Uh, we can't have a dead captain, and I would hate to lose our chief security officer right here. You don't have to. You don't have to go home, but this is your home. So tough luck. You have no other choice. Bye. And he walks away. Sumper walks up to both of you. Are you gentlemen done bludgeoning yourselves? And you know, isn't that Calgram's job? Just, just saying. Oh, we were just warming up. I don't want to beat him down too badly in front of everyone. And he smacks him on the back. Ooh, sorry about that. Give me crowd. Give me an attack roll with advantage, Valley. That was a mistake. Sorry. <laughs> I know I put my face away. Attack roll. <laughs> the yeah. beating is over. <laughs> uh, sixteen. With advantage. Fifteen. So twenty-six. Twenty-six. You take four points of bludgeoning damage as he smacks your back, uh, Darnum. Damn it, Al. Oh, my bad, Darnum. You're just lucky. I was taking it easy on you this whole time. As he sees, as I just look like Rocky from the end of Rocky, of Rocky Two. <laughs> Your face looks like a Picasso painting. <laughs> you're lucky we were taking. You're lucky we were taking it easy on each other, Somper. Otherwise, it'd been a real problem. You see, you you don't even see, but you hear the resounding, rapid thumping of Somper's foot on the deck as she glares at both of you. What am I going to do with both of you? I swear. I swear. I, I just, I don't understand it. Well, apparently the first thing you're going to do is go to the bar because drinks are on this one. I point to his valley. Yeah, drinks on me. You see the whole crowd, the whole crew's like, all right, Valak. And they all begin to start heading down. No one is manning the top of the deck. Yeah, Dobby, you might need to tell, like, like one or two to come back up. Hey, Sumper hey, hey, looks whoa, at, whoa, whoa. Sumper looks at both of you. Like, if, hey, if you're on, if you're on, if you're on call right now, you're not leaving. Get back here. I'll take care of it, but you best have the next location picked out. And he, she glares at you, Captain Han. <clears throat> yes, mother. And she dusts her hands and she begins to walk away. She's lucky. Wait, what, what were you saying? <laughs> you see, whatever, whatever comeback Donald was going to have, he's like, yeah, you're lucky I got it. I'm gonna go. Uh, you see, John just kind of sleep on, get, get, get his shirt and his jacket back on. Just come into, uh, so the match has concluded. Darnum, Balak. Well, we'll start with alphabetically. Uh, Darnum, <laughs> what is it that you would like to do? Well, we probably need to rest up first. And then I gotta get everyone a drink, so. Yeah, I gotta uh, make sure we have a, a, chore, a, a, chore, a chores carded. So, uh. Where did you go recently? I know Mirathal's busy doing his breaker training, probably. So. You're still moored in Suladar, or Dreskill, rather, which is in Suladar. 
uh, Valak, you didn't take note of it before because you were more preoccupied with the, you know, the festivities of fighting, getting this exhilaration in the rush, so everything was kind of like honed in blinders on Darnum and seeing who would win. And now that you realize it, you're in this, you're, you're in the skyship moored within this port, and there's this massive, huge tree and an entire city kind of wrapped around it. And it just goes all the way up, and towards like the probably three quarters of the way up of that tree, there's like this castle all the way in the distance. Darnum, where are we? Well, remember that bounty that I had? Oh, yeah, that fucker that tried to kill you. Yeah, I already got that situated, got that cleared up. Oh, you killed him? Nice. Oh, no, 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 no. I just, no, he's, no, I just got the, the bounty taken taken off. Once I let them know that we're all on the same side, and after proving to them that we did a whole bunch of damage to Calico's forces, they kind of relented and realized that maybe we knew what we were doing. Ah, okay. Yeah, I thought so, I'd have to fight my way out for a second, but no, we're good. So, where are we still? <laughs> you didn't tell me exactly where we are. Well, we're right, we're Technically, it is Zenosha. So, if you, Zenosha. Want, if you want to check out, if you want to check Why out the city, why does that sound familiar? Uh, Alex having a give flashback. Me, give me a remembrance roll, Alex. Give me a D100. Oh, D100. Okay. Uh, this and this. Oh, let me turn off the combat music. Holy crap! My bad. Yeah, it's getting a little too intense. Uh, Five. Yeah. Five? Yep. Out of a D100? Zero, zero, and a five. Holy smokes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I well, so, hit, hit a couple of times. Yeah, like... yeah, no, no. You know, the concussive blows delivered to you by Captain Darnam Han between the bludgeoning and the thunderous force, even while you were raging, it's dealt its damage. And you heard the name Zenosha before, but you can't quite remember from where? Exactly. You get like kind of the, the 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 like the little biting in the back of your head that you were you're supposed to do something important here, but at the, for the time being, because of all the damage done, you can't quite remember what it was. It, you know, it sounds familiar, but honestly, I have no idea what Zenosha is. I'm assuming it's another world. Oh yes, so. another world is plenty of stuff to see. This place is pretty cool. There's a um, there's a there's a butcher shop that I got some, that I got some, some choice cuts from. Matter of Ooh, fact, you so you're some... saying you filled up the kitchen again? I shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Theoretically, the, I would imagine the delivery has been made. Yeah. So as this is going on, uh, as as this is this conversely is going on, you see a, a several uh, Eldekin appear, and they're carrying. Completely hollowed out, but whole hogs, buzzbacks, right? Is what you ordered, right? As well as a series of rice, different chops and cuts of meat, Aladdin, all that. And one of them looks at you. Uh, excuse me, is there a captain of the Blue Mask? This is the Blue Mask, right? Oh yes, right here. And I, and I just wave my hand. Ah, hi. Uh, yes. Um, and he he approaches you. Would you mind signing this, just so we can say everything was delivered? Uh, if you want, you can look it over just to make sure everything's there. All right, so just that's with my bleeding hand. I'll just, yeah, let me just sign that for you. Just... And little bits of blood, beads of blood, just drip onto the uh, the, the manifest. 
or the invoice. There you go. Uh, oh, thank you. He rips off the top part, hands you the uh, the carbon copy, keeps the, the top part for himself. Have a nice day. And you as and he well. Looks at both of, he looks at both of you completely bloodied and beaten. Uh, let, let's get out of here. And the other three just scat, just completely scant out of there with the other guy. Um, but you have your entire delivered order of the meats that you ordered from the whole hog. That guy's problem was. I don't know. Imagine if he was getting married. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking done. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm like, can you sense that or something? Or? I'll just pass I know. I just, I just think it's funny. Single-handedly, Valak has reduced the divorce rate in all of Idilla. You can't get divorced yeah. with Valak first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> To death do his part is a, is a mission statement for Valak. I get it. No. Um, so, I'll pat Valak on the Yeah. What are we, uh, what was on the agenda for here? Well, primarily it was, <clears throat> well, primarily it was just making sure we, we, uh, got that bounty taken care of, but I may, I may need to do some, do some quick research to see if I can find a, a particular person myself. Who are we looking for? <coughs> Excuse me, this is Sean saying. Uh, looking for, well, my wife. Oh yes, that's he's, he's trying to remember. Remember, he's having a memory problem right now. <laughs> yeah. Give me, you know, give me a remembrance roll. Get married? <laughs> no, it happens right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. oh no! <laughs> oh, that was better. Forty-three. Okay. It's a simple enough detail. You do remember him mentioning some sort of significant other, whether it was a wife or a girlfriend or just you know someone in his life. You remember him mentioning someone. You don't quite remember the name or any other like finer details, but you remember there was someone in Darnum's life that is significant to him. Oh. Well, okay. Well, we should go find her. But we probably have to rest up, though. I gave you a pretty good beating, you know. And he starts laughing in Valak laugh. Oh yeah, I know. We uh, you you didn't come out looking. You didn't come out unscathed yourself. I uh, I gave you as good as I could get. Also, I didn't realize you would shrug off so much of what I did. That was. That was quite a surprise. Also, did you set me on fire at one point? I mean, not really. You set yourself on fire. You should never hit me. I'll I'll remember that. <laughs> I imagine we're walking. We're gonna walk towards yeah. the bar. <laughs> As you're walking down through the mess hall, everyone's enjoying their drinks. They're like, "Thanks, Valak. Hey, Captain Han, you did one hell of a job." You know, they're all congratulating you on the combat that just had occurred. They're actually well entertained, and morale's actually pretty high. They're like, man, I didn't think Captain was so rough and tough. I heard stories before, but damn, he really gave Valak, he put Valak through the ringer. You see how big that guy is? And then the other guy's talking about Valak. He's like, yeah, but Valak put up a good fight, too. Like, come on, it's Valak. You see how big he is, right? And just from the atmosphere, the, the competitiveness actually brought out, you know, despite it, you know, you versus Valak, it actually brought out like an actual friendly rivalry 
um, amongst the uh, the crew of the Blue Mask, and they're all enjoying themselves, and morale seems very high. I think we can say that the real winner here are, are all of you. Yeah. Did I forget to tell you drinks was on me? And he's trying to rile everyone up. <laughs> and they're like, you see, they all raise their 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 flagons and all their their glasses, whether it be shots, whatever they may be, steins, all sorts of drinkware. And like, nope, we certainly did it. And they all raise them and they just start downing them and then put them down again. And then the bartenders are all the waiters and waitresses are all looking at you, Valak. We just give him like like the ugliest glare possible now that they have to not only constantly be serving these drinks but also clean up after them. Yeah, I know what they're mad about. Have they ever been punched before? I was <laughs> And so as the, the crew goes about enjoying feasts and ales, what are you two doing? Well, you said we have to find your girlfriend or something, wife. Yes. Oh, congrats. You got married. I know that. Oh, yep. Yeah, I've been married the entire time. You know what I mean? But it's, been, it's been some time since I've seen her. Yes, yes, I do. I am starting to remember a bit now. We should probably rest up just in case, because if it has something to do with uh, Narad, who's not live anymore, we best be extra careful. It's just the two of us now. Fair enough. I'm going to finish this drink and then I will collapse in my quarters. Yeah, same. Me too. Also, there's okay. a buzz back with your name on it, so... Also, Sweet. you'll be glad to see what the buzz back is. Whatever it is, I'm taking said, it. With that being said, you both enjoy some liquid libations, a quick meal, and then return to your quarters. You both are granted a long rest. Next morning comes, and we'll start with alphabetically, Captain Darnam Han. You awaken in your quarters, a little sore from yesterday still. The the wounds are healing. They've they've sealed up any cuts have sealed up. The black and blues have already begun to set in with that yellowing around the edges. Um, but you're up, and what is it that you would like to do, Captain? Alright, so I'll see if I can, even if, if, it's, if it involves any investigating, trying to gather information, basically looking for sightings of anyone fitting her description from, <clears throat> from, where, from where I was told she last she had last departed, and then just going from there. Try okay, give me an investigation roll, if that's the case. Alright, investigation is... That's a 14. 14? From what you remember, you could have swore you heard rumors that she had had been sighted throughout Centris. Looking at your charts and maps that have been provided to you uh, once you acquired the Blue Mask, as well as from allies, you quickly have, you look over the map of Zenosha, and you see Centris is located pretty much almost, not quite perfectly, but in this little alcove, as it were, um, within this bay. And it looks like it's a, a city of some kind. And from where you are in Suladar, it is northeast from your current location. So between uh, hold on, between Bretos and Aethris.
start. <sighs> What's our okay. current location? Well, Captain Han is in his quarters alone, as I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, have, I'll, I'll walk out and make my way over to you. <clears throat> I guess I'll make my way to over to the cockpit, because I imagine that's where Son Horror might be. Yes, correct. You're correct in that assumption. Alright. I'll just knock, knock, knock. Morning! Morning, Captain. Yeah, you look a little worse for wear. Decide where we're going next. Gathering. The last place my wife has spotted was in Centris, so I believe we can head, we can head like that would be a good place to start. So going for the misses, and she smirks at you. Yes, I'm going for the misses. Like I'll try, I'll try not to hide my my smile as well. But you know, like, yeah, the, like she can tell like I'm taking her advice to heart. Yeah. Say no more, Captain. We're on our way, and we'll cut over to Valak. Valak, you awaken. While this is all going on, what are you doing? You're in your quarters right now. You're fully refreshed. You know, you have some bruises and some lacerations that have healed up as well. Um... Yep, no, he's healed up. He fed as Asmodeus. And he says, Alright, you ready for a, a great day of adventure? Asmodeus lets out a, a quick bark. And then as he lets out a quick bark, you see Valak Jr. circles around you. And Valak Jr. mimics the bark. So now you have two pets. Ah, <laughs> uh, you both make me proud. And you see Valak Jr. looks at both of you, and he goes, You both make me proud. Alright, let's go. F- let's go find Darnum. Find Darnum. And you leave your quarters to go find Darnum. Easy enough, you find him within the navigation room, as it were, slash cockpit. Uh, they have already... You can notice that they've already started charting a course, and Sumper is at the helm. Uh, handling everything, while Darnum is looking over navigational maps. Okay. Darnum! Morning, Valak. How are we feeling? All feeling great. You ready for round two? No, I'm just kidding. Somper <laughs> uh, uh... shoots you both like a nasty glare, like, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like sounds like Sonfer wants in on the action next time next time there's a scrap that's gonna go down. Huh? Huh? And I just kinda nudge on the shoulder. Yeah? Huh? She glares at both of you and for the first time, Captain Han, she reveals the long vampiric like fangs that you've never seen before. You know, if you want to be technical, if not for you if not for you with your unauthorized fights, I would never I would have never thought to make an official one in the deck, so it's kinda your fault if you still have it. She just flicks one fang with her tongue. But we can agree Keep talking. <laughs> I'm going to focus on where we have to go and hope maybe I don't happen to agree to disagree with where maybe we're going. <laughs> I'm going you know to let that I'm going to let that slide. If only because it's yeah. You better watch out. You don't want it to bite you and soak your blood. Because, you know, that's what they do. <laughs> He's just trying to make a joke out of it. I Anyway, let's just let's just figure out where we're going. She she ignores you and just focuses on the destination <laughs> ahead. So, yeah, I'm going to go grab a drink real fast while we're on our way. Just uh, get a breakfast out. So, just... uh, a morning liquid libation, oh, as yes. it were. 
Okay, oh yes, so... breakfast. I'm gonna grab me a big piece of meat before we go. And so you both head towards the mess hall. Uh, you went to the mess hall, and the crowd's looking a little scarce. You know, pretty much anyone who's recovering from last night's festivities is recovering, and anyone who has to work is currently working up deck, on top of the deck. You find yourself a seat. You call over one of the waiters and waitresses. Um, what is it that you gentlemen would bring like to order? Up, 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 up. Bring us one of, bring us one of the buzz backs. A whole buzz back? A whole. I'll, I'll glance over the dark to Jordan. I'll glance over the Valak. Yes, a whole buzz back. Yeah, a whole one. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, do you want us to remove the, well, the backs, or would you rather use them as ways to cut into the meat? What's I'll eat the Valak? back. You see, the Kiasi looks at you. Uh. Valak, I, I saw you fight. I have no doubt in my mind that you can hold your own. This isn't something you want to eat unless you want to miss your teeth. And it's just the rest bones. Of your... I've eaten bones before. Uh, buzzbacks. The, the, the back of a buzzback isn't made of bone. What is it made of? Something close to Ethereum. Not quite on the same tensile strength, but. Yo, you, it's you, pretty you know hard. What? You can keep the back for change. I don't need. I'm good. I'm good. You can keep the. You can keep the back. Uh, all right. Let me, you know. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go get it for you guys. And about probably about 45 minutes go by. They serve you some drinks in the meantime, and they bring back this whole roasted because they were already prepping it from the morning, uh, from the beginning of the morning, probably around three to four in the morning, uh, before you guys woke up, and plop it before you. And it looks like a whole hog roasted. And you notice immediately, Valak, the reason why they call it a buzzback is the there are these multiple, uh, almost like buzzsaw-like ridges on its back, usually in uh, a pattern of, uh, what is it, uh, seven. Two on the right, three in the middle, and then another two flanking that. And it almost looks like a table saw. Dardum, what, where the hell did you get this? Well, I got it from... Well, I got it from the hogwash over before we left. Got a, got a whole bunch of. I had, well, considering how much you and your you and your your pets ate, I had to, I had to replace everything pretty quickly. And, uh, got a great deal of these bad boys. These seen right up your alley. Yeah, but wh- but what creature is this? These are buzzbacks. Yeah, what the hell's a buzzback? Now here's the thing, because Michonne, the player, doesn't remember. But I'm sure to, I'm sure it was so, explained to Darnum exactly. Val came from nowhere, so he just you know. What I'm so Darnum Darnum ex, Darnum explains to you quickly. Uh, they're they're almost an equivalent to like a wild boar, but they're a bit more aggressive. One, which is saying something, because boars have a very bad temperament. Wild boars have a bad temperament. Anyone who knows who does hunting knows that. Uh, but also, they are much larger. They are probably on average anywhere from the smallest one being about. Four and a half feet in length, with about a, a withness about three and a half feet, and that's an average size one. There have been stories of larger, more titanus-like buzzbacks, which have almost can actually almost rival Valak in size, according to certain folklore. None have been shown to be proven to be that size, but there's always been those wives' tales of them getting potentially that big in the wilds. Oh. So you're saying that there's big ones like me? And he starts he starts daydreaming that he's fighting one. 
<laughs> he's like he's cooking one by the fire in the middle of the night by himself with Asmodeus and it, just chilling, relaxing under the stars with the buzz back phones in the background. <laughs> we should find one of these things. These you said there's big ones? Yeah, yep. we should probably find some. Almost your size. And a lot of things my size, well, at least, you know, outside of, you said we're in Zenosha, right? Yes. Alright. I'll probably have to wait till, we, till I get to a city to remember where we are. Alright, Asmodeus, come eat. AC Asmodeus leaps on one of the, the seats beside you and sits very obediently towards you. You see he's like flopping his tail back and forth, fanning the air. You see baby Valix floating around you as well. Uh, and we're just eating. Okay. You begin to dig in. Uh, as per recommended, the Kiasi goes, if I may, he rips off the one of the spines on the buzzback and starts cutting into the meat. Uh, this is usually how some people, if they don't have any cutlery, and if they don't care about, you know, certain t- company, they just cut it and dig in. And then he puts it back, and then takes off a piece and just feeds uh, Asmodeus a little piece. And then pets Asmodeus before walking off. So you're saying this uh, bone is made of enderium? Something, cl- something close to it. Not quite on the same Rockwell level, but it's it's fairly tough. I'm just saying, you might want to save these bones. We might be able to use them later. If they're that mm. dense. Some some people actually do, either for uh, armor reasons, more primitive cultures, or weaponry. Oh, well, that's a good... That's good to know. We just hang on to these. Waste not, want not. As I just, I'll tear off one of the spines and start using to start digging in. Okay, and you guys make quick at it. You consume your meal, and by the time you are done, the ship comes to a stop, and you hear just ringing throughout the entire ship. Captain Han, Sir Valak, in Songper's voice, please report to the navigation room. We have arrived outside Centris. Centris, okay. Let's right, go, Garden. Yes. We'll make, our, we'll make our way over. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, what do I owe you for last night? Um, I'll, I'll glance over to the bartender. You might want to, you might want to ask them. Okay. What's Valg's bill? I'm under the assumption you're one of the captain's closest friends, so we just figured it'd just be thrown into the whole upkeep for the ship. Give me a second. Since Valak is Valak. Valak don't remember how much he has. <clears throat> you know what? <laughs> he just pulls out 500 gilda. Hey, just take this. This will be hard work. Uh, appreciative. I'll spread it amongst the crew. Thank you, Valak. Uh, I need to do this. And she takes the guild and, you know, puts it under the counter for the time being. Yeah, I forgot how much money I have. I know I have a lot, but, you know, it's fine. I spread love. Always good to spread the wealth if you have it and if you want to. All right, let's report. 
So you both approach, uh, enter the navigation room, as it were? Yep. Yes. Okay. You head to the navigation room where Songpur is waiting very patiently. We have, as you know, arrived outside Centris. How would you like to approach, Captain? Uh, there are quite a few locations that you can begin. You can avoid. Always go to the city. That's always a good start. Uh, if you want, I can always try to make a contact with someone at the college for you. Certainly, certainly. If you have an in with someone at the college, we can start there. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll make that happen right away. Hopefully, Sien isn't uh, in one of his moods, as it were. Okay. I don't know what that is. Good night. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Valak. I, I I keep forgetting you're not from here. Uh, in Zenosha, there is a uh, sort of a organization that referred to as the College of Heroes. It's where individuals such as yourselves or other beings like Aster, for instance, uh, go or Ankar go and they, they train. Not everyone, but some do uh, to hone in their abilities and take on, you know, bounties and so forth and make a living as such. Oh, it sounds and, cool. It's like a, I, like a school, right? It is, it is, it is. Yes, exactly. It's a school that allows you to hone in on your abilities. It's it's had its ups and downs. Uh, it's been rebuilt twice already, if I'm not mistaken. The original headmaster died defending it from a conflict that occurred a couple hundred years ago or so, give or take. Jesus. Rebuilt yeah. twice? Yes, twice, yes. The first time it actually... After the first time it entered some sort of golden age, now it's kind of stagnated. It, it, I kind of feel Sien doesn't really want to assume whatever headmaster role he has and is just kind of thrusted upon him due to his lineage. Uh, you know, it, will, it, it would have been only once if they had Valak. Imagine Valak a teacher, and he just starts laughing at Valak. <laughs> I mean, you could probably teach them a thing or two. Not going to lie, Valak. Your physical prowess is something to... Not joke about or scoff. You know, saying, darn, you know that elbow drop, right? How's your back doing? <laughs> it's uh, still, still a bit sore, but uh, I might steal that move myself. To be quite honest. So as I go and handle everything over at the college, what are you two looking to do? You can always go to Centris, do some shopping, or look for your lady there, your betrothed? Sure. We could... I could hit, I could, I could hit the streets, see if I could get any information that way. Um, anything we should know about Zenosha? You're not from here, Darnum, right? Because this is a different oh, no. world, right? Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not... I've visited before, but not, not Centris, no. But th this is one of the Nine Realms, right? Oh, yes. Is there anything you could tell us about, like, what type of, uh, you know, people or beings or creatures? Are you asking that to Sonper or yeah, are you asking that to Darn? Oh, okay. If you're going to Centris, not really. Uh, you'll find an amalgamation of various different races. They pretty much congregate here. Kiasi, Eldigan, um, Demakir, everything. Even the Vampire. You know, a few. Okay. Yeah. And the same thing with the college. So, Centris is where they tend to all congregate. Do they got any Valaks there? And he starts flexing his muscles and just laughing. Stoneborn, yes, but no Valaks, I'm sorry. 
try to nice. want to fight anymore, Valix? I mean, no, we all need one. We all need one Valak. Only one Valak is good enough to take to take Calgrim down. I'm gonna give him the elbow drop once I see him. Man, if I could first. find him right now, I'd teleport and give him the elbow drop, then the knee to the jaw, and then a punch to the throat. Okay, you do that, Valak. Um, try not to get arrested or killed. I'm going to go over to the college. And you see Somper departs. <laughs> oh, no, no. I ain't going to do anything here. Remember what happened the last time, right? About people getting married? I wonder how married and this is actually. she's already gone. Oh, she's already gone. <laughs> and so, I'm assuming you gentlemen depart and enter Centris? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. As you enter Centris, there are two guards standing... At each side of the entrance, uh, one of the entrances from the skyport, they both look at you. One is an Eldekin, the other is a Stoneborn. They eye you up and down, and then pay you no mind, and you can are allowed to continue forward. As you do so, you are... Let me see where the skyport is. Yeah, so the skyport's coming from the southeast. So as you enter the southeast district, you see what looks like a plethora of strange crystals um, of various different energies. Your sights of uh, creation, as it were, Darnum, gives off various different energies of fire, nature, all the various different creation energies, as well as you see some hidden individuals lurking about, but they're not paying any mind to you, and they're just kind of like moving by, trying to just get past the crowds of the various different amalgamated races that are there, and this has got to be the most diverse crowd you have ever seen. Even compared to Kingsport standards. Because you see pretty much almost like one of each race at least upon entering. You see the Vampire, you see the Stoneborn, you see the Demikir, you see the Eldekin, you see Kiasi, right? Humans. All of them here. And going about and trading and conversing with one another. What happened to them? They're, they're, they're extinct. Like, well, yeah, I know that, but same how? Oh, that uh, sucks. I was gonna say, I was gonna say if Darn could do like a quick, a quick, like, like, a, like a quick explanation of what happened to the doors, you know, in, you know, in the past. Okay. I'll, I'll say, I'll so, um, give me a history roll, or no, rather, give me a remembrance roll, D one hundred. Let's see how much I remember this. 82. 82. Darnum goes and quickly and succinctly describes to you what had transpired with the uh, dwarves. They had for a long time engaged in what was referred to as uh, in some sort of war. They had sired humans uh, by mating with elves and unlike the uh, Eldic not elves, well, Eldican. Oh, crap. Um, long night, folks. They had sired the humans with the Eldicans and while the Eldicans had accepted the humans as, you know, their kin, the dwarves were stubborn and didn't. They thought they were superior, and then something happened over time, and their population just went from being an incredibly robust and knowledgeable people to just a dwindling handful, and now because no one has seen any in at least several centuries, they believe that they're all deceased. 
Oh, that's weird. That's unfortunate, though. Yeah, that just will just show you what happens when you don't take the proper precautions. Just making not, not only just making sure. There's one thing to think you're superior, but there's another thing to be completely complacent. This is what happens. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, I remember where we are now, so I'm good. All right, that's good to know. I have this place. I have this place member now, <clears throat> so I can teleport here now if I want to. All right. Mm -hmm. So if you see any places of note, you know, feel free to you can let us stop. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll give it. A, we'll give it a quick once over. Yeah. Well, I have a limit, so. I only could go to places I've been to, so. Alright. Let's look around and see if there's any, uh. Like, right now, I could probably go find Mirthal, but I don't want to bother him. He's busy, probably. Doing some training. Alright. Well, let's see, let's see if we can stay out of his hair while we decide to, uh. Go and check out. Check out the. See, let's see what the hustle and bustle is in the street. So the city is broken up into quadrants. Uh, you have your market district, which is where you can tend to get your general wares as well as maybe some armors and weapons. Then you have like an etheric district, which is where you tend to get more of the uh, etheric armaments as well as any sort of like, a, well, you can also get the apothecary type stuff in the merchant district as well. And then you have your garden district, which is supposed to be where the, the wealthy reside, but that's usually around the parliamental tower, which is that giant tower that you guys saw that just went sky high and pierce the, the clouds um, and then there's also the uh, arena district as well oh arena district that's curious yes oh like fighting arena looks I like Falk thinking. might be champion of Zenosha haha <laughs> I mean unless I become a champion myself but that's neither here nor there I mean yes you can take second place it's fine <laughs> I was like, oh, the, the fight only stopped because uh, because the rep, the rep decided to jump in before I I, I, I dealt the finishing blow, and that's I mean, uh, that, that's that, that's how I remember that fight. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, it's it's all right. good. Sure, <laughs> sure. Did you get your head checked today? And he's just laughing. <laughs> and what direction? While this conversation's going on, what direction are you gentlemen going in? Uh, like, we should, like, maybe we should stick together, there. yeah, just in case, because we don't know this area too well yet. Okay. Which districts are we in now? You're in the Aetheric district. Okay, so we can start with the Aetheric district. See if we can... Yeah, which is which is located southeast. Then you have uh, to your to your right. If you enter that 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 quadrant or that that sector, that would be the main market district. And then you have the garden air uh, garden district, which is around the Parliamental Tower, which is usually reserved for uh, the higher echelon to live and then you have your arena district and then you have usually an area where the bars and taverns kind of like a bourbon street is which is in north of where you are currently okay we can start here make a way head up, head, make a way north nope, still here okay um also your wife what would she look like and what's her name because Valg don't know so that's right yeah you've, you've never seen her well her name is Nasira. Okay. She's scale bound, silver. She's scale, scale bound, silver scales. So she like a dragon, kind of reptilian, like you, something like that. Well, well now that I think about it, I'm taking, I'm taking a bit more of her, but, but her, some of her characters, like a scale bound, 
She's shorter than she's shorter than us. But not by much. Like if you look at you, she's shorter than us. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like I'll know when I see her, but she's she stands out in the crowd. Okay, she got long hair. Did she ever take her clothing? Just in case if I don't see her, but I'll go find her and bring her to you. Oh, well. Well, like me, as I posted towards tattoos along, like, 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 my face and my side of my head and my arms. Like me, she's got tattoos like I do, so that's a good thing to look out for. Okay. Uh, she should, she should have, like, a fur, like, a fur-lined leather jacket that I got her in. She loves that. She loves that thing. So unless something drastic happens, she should be, she, no matter what she's wearing, she'll probably be wearing that. But she doesn't have any sleeves on. She, she tore those off. So she can, as, and you see, like, darn blessed she can show up, show up the guns. <laughs> nice. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, she should, yeah. If you see, if you see her, you'll know you see her. Then. Yeah. So, so you're saying she was last spotted here? Or somewhere in Zenosha? Well, somewhere, somewhere in this city, apparently. Okay, okay. Alright, so let's, uh... Let's start, fight, let's start looking around. Alright. Where do you want to begin your search, gentlemen? <clears throat> we can go district by district. We start, start this one, start working, working our way around. Okay, so starting within the Aetheric District, there are a plethora of various different races. Like I said... Take your pick. Would you like to question a vampire, a scalebound, uh, another stoneborn, human? What? Let's. Try to think who would have a better, who would have the best idea of catching on. I think, because honestly, think it may not matter who who I who we approach. Like, what's, what's this, what, like yo. Head into a storefront, see if, any, see if anything, see if, if, if she may have passed through. Okay, so you're heading to one of the many etheric uh, wear shops, or etheric armament shops, as it were. What type of quality are you looking for when it comes to how it's being presented? Something of an upper class, middle class, or lower? Let's go, I'll say middle class, nothing too, nothing too extravagant. Okay. You find a, <clears throat> you find a shop called Rosewood Antiquities. Ooh, Rosewood Antiquities. Okay. Yes. As you approach the shop, you notice a series of various different armaments on display, as well as little, unique little gadgets you've never seen before, as well in the window. The sign hanging above looks like a briar, kind of like a the, the a briar rose with a bramble and various different roses um, growing around it, around this wrought iron gate. And with the name Rosewood Antiquities arching above it. I'll see this way to enter or knock or make your way inside. Easy enough, the, the shop is open. Right now, based off the time, took about a couple hours to arrive. You're looking at probably 10 o'clock to, well, it depends on what time you guys actually woke up. Let me ask that first. That would be like a, a first thing because we, we had to go turn a course. I would say probably first thing. Okay, so I'd say it's about 10, 11. We'll, we'll make it 11 o'clock in the morning. All right, just so the shop's open. You both enter the shop. 
You hear the low cat collar bells above your heads as you enter, and before you is just this open space and just this massive, almost horseshoe-shaped glass case display that use and, well, parabolas pretty much around the shop, as it were. And within the glass cases are a variety of different trinkets, as it were. And standing at the end, smack dab in the center, is a Demakir, a male Demakir, as it were. Uh, good day to you, sir. Hello. Hi. Good day to you too, sirs. Is there anything I can assist you with? Any of my wares? Catch your fancy? Uh, perhaps. Uh, I actually came not just not just to, to, to peruse your wares, but also on a on a search for some for someone. Have you seen? If you know, she may have passed through here. Uh, a scale-bound woman, about six foot nine, silver scales. And let's go around this describing Sira. I I may have uh, I get a lot of clientele anything else about her that would make her stand out I get a lot of scale bounds uh, centrist being what it is uh, she would have a tattoo similar to the ones, the ones I have and I like, also get one of my face ah actually you know what there was uh, she was here probably not more than oh jeez this is going back probably what almost six months Probably, oh. if not longer. Yeah, she came in here with a, a bunch of other individuals. They they seemed like they were just a, a little worse for wear, as it were. Huh. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they they, they talked about something. Um, they're on some sort of ship. They they came back on. Uh, shit, I forgot what it was called. Uh, damn it. Uh, name eludes me, but they, they were on some ship and they escaped from this place. It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, ah, that's it. Yes. Uh, Hope's Point Bay. No idea. Never heard of it before, but they escaped from there, apparently. Something about city going gone. I thought it was weird. Didn't pay any mind to it. I thought maybe they had, <laughs> had one too many drinks, you know? Right. Right. I'll, I'll glance over to Valak because I know Valak's been Hmm. Yeah. So you saying they came from Hope Swim Bay or they went to Hope Swim Bay? Uh, f- as far as I know, they it seems like they came from a place called Hope Swim Bay. I've never heard of a place called Hope Swim Bay, so I've I can't really tell you anything other than that. And they say where they were going. Who who was with? Who were the other people that she was with? She was accompanied by an Ethereum, uh, sorry, a uh, Ethereum, if I'm not mistaken, a a human. I want to say he looked a little strange, though. There was something different about him, and I think a vampire. But the vampire pretty much uh, came and went before they did. I think they might have parted ways, and the vampire went off to uh, I don't know, do something else. I have no idea if they met up afterwards. But it was those core three that were together pretty much for most of the time. They were looking through my shop. Uh, they, they had a modest amount of Gilda. I, I, I kind of felt bad for them. They looked a little rough, so I, I, I gave her a little discount, as well as her compatriots as well. I appreciate, appreciate the, sen- the, the sentiment. Um, aside from her, because you said it's been six months, did any of them ever come back? 
No, I, I can't say I've... Pardon me. Oh, wow. I can't say I, I saw any of them. After that day, neither of them, or any of them, were in my shop again. Thank you. We'll just take a quick look around your store, see if there's any any uh, fine items that we can we can take a, take along with us. You know, don't want to don't want to leave empty-handed. As you know, if you, if you cast from cast from meeting, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, any guild that you wish to liberate from your coin purses, I'll be more than happy to take. Is there anything you gentlemen are looking for? You look well traveled and quite. And he like flexes his muscles. He's not a bad guy. He's shorter than you guys, probably about it's about six feet or so, and he, you know, flexes his muscles, but he's pretty, like, for his size, he's well-built as well. You guys looking for anything? Any arms? Uh, you look like you're good with a sword, or rather a maul, and he points to your Devastator son, Valak. Yeah, what you, what you got? What are you looking for? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. You have, like, some type of, like, glove I could wear that could deal damage, like, elemental damage. I don't have anything. What are you looking for? Are you looking for something like a, a shock glove? You know, we, we, I, I have those. Those are fairly pretty cheap. Probably could set you back 2,500 Gilda. What else you got? If you're looking for uh, something to light up a campfire, I got spark gloves. Uh, snap a finger. Boom instant campfire. Good for if you're uh, one of the wilderness types. You kind of look like one. No offense, if you take offense with that. No, no, none taken. Now, can I snap, like, light somebody on fire? Mm, unfortunately, it doesn't really work that way. It's more meant towards igniting combustibles, like, you know, wood. I, I mean, I guess if you poured oil on them, you could combust them as well. Technically speaking. Uh... What do you got that deals any any elemental damage? Lightning, ice, what do you got? <sighs> Anything? Not just Probably gloves. a great sword. A uh, great sword? I mean, I've, I've got your regular frost brands. I've got your uh, storm swords. Really depends on what you're looking for. And, you know, the quality as well. Quality's going to greatly affect, you know. What, what do you, you got do. in the back? You know what I mean. Uh, what I have in the back are custom wares, so unfortunately I can't give those to you because they're actually waiting to be picked up. Like, but if you'd like to customize something, something you made, that's like I only, you know, really, I only make on, I only make on order. So if you want, what you do is I give you a, uh, da- you know, you give me a down payment and I will make what you want. Don, are we going to be mix. here for a while? Yeah, I imagine it might take some time to go track her down. So. Uh, I'll let you know, custom items, depending on what they are, can be anywhere from a couple days, which is usually some sort of rudimentary item, right? Or it could be a couple months, depending on how powerful you want it to be. What are you thinking? Well, I don't have anything that deals ice or lightning damage yet. Uh, do you have anything that deals annihilus damage? Uh, I beg I your pardon? He, I don't think you would know what that means. Never mind. 
Yeah, you wouldn't know what that means. You see the shopkeeper looks at you. I shakes his head. Yeah, he wouldn't know. I mean, I'm good for right now until I can think about it, Darnum. Alright, so... We know Rosewood Antiquities is the place to be. Kate, whatever you think is something. Yes. I am probably going to need something. And if you gentlemen need some place to stay, you can stay at the, uh, the White Meadows. It's uh, up north of here. White lovely. Meadows. Okay. Yeah, lovely, lovely inn. And has a little bar. Very quaint. Uh, if you book one of the balcony rooms, it overlooks the, the street thoroughfare. Is that the closest place near here? Uh, well, no, technically not. It's it's in the, uh, where the inns are. It, you know. White metal inn. Okay. Yeah, tell him Agnar sent you. Agnar. Agnar. A-G-N-A-R. Agnar. Yeah. Nice that, to meet you, Agnar. Uh, pleasure's all mine, gentlemen. I don't believe I actually made acquaintance with you. I apologize for my rudeness. That's quite all uh, right. And Captain, he looks uh, at you first, Darnum. Captain Darnum Hahn and the Blue Mask. This oh, my... a ship. Yes. Uh, this is my this is my friend and compatriot, Sir Valak. Oh, Sir Valak. I yes. didn't know I was. I didn't know I was uh, with royalty. I apologize. Welcome, Sir Valak, to the Rosewood Antiquities. I am Agnar. If there is anything you do that does percolate into your mind and you want me to experiment with, don't forget me. I won't. Anything else, gentlemen? I believe that's all for now. All right. Well, then. Um, well, take your time. Leisure around. If you need me, I'll be in the back. And he goes in the back. Check out here, or should we just head out? No, but he him, he mentioned that in. Now, if he mentioned that in, he could have mentioned that in to your wife. Right. You, put, you see what I'm putting together? Oh yeah, that's Sans reason. If he sees it, he'll t- he tell out to anyone. So yeah. I mean, so maybe they, you know, not gonna lie, Val got suspicions. I'm just saying she's traveling with other people. I'm not saying nothing. Just saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You know. Right. I don't know why. You kind of remind me of Martin Lawrence's character from Bad Boys all of a sudden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well, Smith, we got to rush back home right now. Let's get out of here. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn the case. No. <laughs> no. So, I guess we're gonna go to the North Ward. Head this, check, check out this, check out this inn. And as you gentlemen depart from the shop and begin to, I, I'm assuming walk through the Etheric District and enter to the Northern District, where all the inns are, where you were told to go to the White Meadow if you're looking for lodging. Uh, you proceed forward, and is there? Do you pay attention to the other taverns and inns surrounding you, or just are you beelining it to the White Meadow? Sure, we can be heading towards the White Meadow. We'll be still taking. Taking, taking the sights, see if there's anything to catch yeah. your eyes. Okay. Uh, hand, uh, hand me. Wow. Provide me <laughs> with a perception roll for both of you. Gentlemen. I will hand you a 17. No, no. Hang on, let me, I'll, hang 
Thank you. <laughs> it's getting late. My brain's like hitting that mode where it's like Shit. trying to go autopilot. Natural but... 20. Oh, nice. I needed okay. that uh, like, like two hours ago. Uh, 19. Okay, both exceptional. For you, uh, Valak, because you have the 19, uh, you see a, various, uh, a variety of different inns as well as taverns. Um, some of them look like they've seen better days, right? They look like dens of inequity. Uh, one in particular looks like uh, one of the dens of inequity that stands out amongst, them, amongst the others is referred to as Echoes, uh, spelled E-C-H-O-E-S. Uh, as for you, Darnum, however, you see a variety of different inns of actually well-reputation or what you assume could be a well-reputation from your experience of traveling through Zenosha and comparing it to what you've experienced in um, uh, Glens and Jewel, right? You see, uh, what do you call it, the Viridian Mantle, which looks like a very garden-esque theme to it. There are, I, there's ivory creeps, not ivory creeps, sorry, uh, ivy creeps uh, going along its stone edifice. Looks like it ha- it's perfectly manicured by whoever's doing the garden work. There's another uh, inn of some cor- some sorts known as Elysium. Uh, there's another one as well, referred to as Ebony Dream, too. And you just notice all these various different areas. And quickly, as you're walking, you're noticing that White Meadow is probably about three quarters of the way down. Darnum, for sake of brevity, you quickly gather and memorize all the byways as well as the important inns and taverns throughout this entire district. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> quite, a, quite, a, quite, a, quite a few nice taverns and shops around here. Huh. The White Meadow, however, as you look upon it, the architecture stands out because the architecture itself looks very much of a uh, c- like a cross between colonial and a plantation style. It's very much has uh, you would actually know because you actually went to um, if I want to say it, it was Aethris in your uh, your journey, right? Your uh, your one shot, and you see the similar architecture there with the black wrought iron balcony looking out forward, but the balcony doors or the door that goes out to the balcony that would overlook the street is closed currently. Similar design, but I've I've stayed I stayed in a place like this before. The first time I was in Zenosha. If my wife is anything like me, she'd be drawn to this place. It's my big good place to get look start to look. Right, and if worse comes to worse, we just we'll just wait. We'll just make our way. We'll just make our way to the rest of these taverns and inns and such. Yeah. Okay. You gentlemen enter uh, the White Meadow, as it were. The ground floor seems very sparsely populated. Uh, You you see a variety of different races, uh, humans, Eldekin, Kiasi, and some vampire. And they're all scant about. uh, A a couple is sitting at the bar, and they're just enjoying their drinks. Another seems to be enjoying a meal. And behind the bar counter, which based off from what you can presume from your own experience, Darnum, it seems like it serves the multi-purpose of being where you check in, as well as possibly getting a drink as well and ordering a meal. And behind that counter is what looks like a vampire. You see the similar characteristics of Son Per. Not quite the same exact, but similar. Uh, the difference is her skin is, while her skin is alabaster like Son Per's, she has like what looks like almost like these uh, Harlequin, almost like black slits, like going up and down above and below her eyes. 
Uh, hello there. Excuse me, miss. Hi. Well, welcome to the White Meadow. How may I help you, gentlemen? Uh, perhaps with some drinks and some answers and questions if you have any. Uh, absolutely. How about we start with those drinks and then maybe I can provide you with some answers. Uh, looking for something strong? I mean, I know it's early in the day, but I ain't one to judge. Your coin's just as good. <laughs> a stiff drink never hurt anybody, right? And how about you, handsome? And she looks at you, Valak. Uh, <clears throat> I'll take a regular beer. Uh, just a regular ale? Oh, right, coming right up. Uh, light or dark? We'll go dark. All right, dark it is. And how about yourself? What would you like? Uh, something that'll knock your taste buds out of your mouth or something just to numb away the anxieties that are about to come about you for your day ahead? Uh, let's, let's, let's go for the numbing one, if anything. Oh, all right, perfect. I'll be right back. And you see she takes out a shot glass, flips it, pours you a shot, rests it before you, goes out to a what looks like a uh, a keg, pours out a dark draft for you, hands it over to you, Valak. Now, I'm assuming answers are up next. Oh, by the way, that'll be uh, about a gilda each. Uh, not a problem. <clears throat> I'll drop. I'll drop five. I'll drop five. Five gilda down. All right. And she pockets it. What can I? And she puts an elbow on the the counter and leans in. What can I do for you, gentlemen? Well, I'm cert- I'm searching for someone. Uh, <clears throat> scale bound, about six foot nine, silver scales, tattoo similar to mine. She thinks about it for a minute. I do recall a uh, lady fitting that description. She was here way back, several months ago. Uh, she was here with a uh, Aetherian and uh, human-looking gentleman. Just a little off, though, in his appearance. He was a little paler than usual. But, yeah, I, I think I, I saw someone fitting that description. She came in here, ordered a drink. They looked a little rough. They looked a little rough, so I uh, give them a discount on the room. They all ordered separate rooms, by the way. So. I, and, oh. <coughs> and, and is it safe to say that none of them ever came back? No, I haven't seen either of them. I could tell you that, if I'm not mistaken, the following morning when they checked out, the human went his way... But the Aetherian and the Scalebound went together. Okay. And I know it, and I know it's a stretch, but they didn't happen to mention where they were headed, did they? She thinks about it for a moment. Uh, well, I think I heard the Aetherian mention that he had important research to do. He didn't specify where, but being an Aetherian and, you know, not one to get into stereotypes, but usually Aetheris is the spot to be for them folk. Hmm. Aetheris, yeah. And she kind of like draws out like with her hands. We're here smack dab in the center of it all, practically. Aetheris would be 
technically to my left, if I'm not mistaken. If you've got a map and oh, or if you can ask one of the sky captains, they'll they'll probably be able to uh, ferry away for you. Okay, that's most appreciative. Thank you. Yeah, no pleasure. Uh, pleasure's all mine, by the way. Uh, y'all looking to stay the night? I know it's a little early, but you know, enjoy what Centris has to offer. I'm assuming you are newcomers around. I mean, yeah, we'll probably have to come back to you later. <clears throat> just take take it more to city, but then yeah, we'll probably we'll, we'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Well, should you come and I'm not here, just make sure to let the other individual that runs the counter, usually on the later shift, uh, Leanne Lawson, sent you. Leanne Lawson. All right. Well, thank you, Leanne. I'll just drop another five gilda down. Thank you for the info. Very generous of you. Well, thank you. Uh, I don't believe I caught either of your names, gentlemen. Uh, the name is uh, Captain Darnam Hod of the Blue Mask, and this is my friend and compatriot, Sir Valak. Nice to meet you. Huh. Hold on one moment. Darnam Han. Pit fighter, ain't I? Am I correct? Yes. How? And you, Valak. You worked security on my husband's skyship a while back. Oh. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, man, that was a while ago. Yeah, Captain uh, Captain Lawson. That's my husband. Oh, that's your husband? That's right. Huh. Oh, uh, yeah. Two and two together. Yeah, I worked him back a few months, like, for a few months. You know, doing security and stuff like that. Throwing people spoke off highly, the ship. <laughs> spoke highly of you. Said that you were a very uh, dedicated worker. And you, Mr. Captain Han, glad to see you're moving up in the places. You're no longer fighting in pits. But I heard you had a mean hook. Oh yeah, no. Uh, I'm a. Yeah, I, I've been known to throw a, a, a couple of a couple of crosses every once in a while. And you see, I just kind of like pretend, like 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 kind of playfully shadow box a little uh, physicals every once in a while. But uh, you know. One moment, please. Hold on. I, I, give me a moment. She takes out the, one of the. Uh, she takes out two Gilda coins, and she bites into both of them. Smack dab in the center. Here. When I'm not here, present these two to whoever is. They'll give you a free room and board. Oh, that's 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 pretty gracious of you. Thank you. Appreciate My pleasure. It. It's, it's not every day that I get to, you know, keep such company. How's everything going with your whole little, you know, the thing? We're still dealing uh, with oh. it, but right. We're we're doing pretty well. The the people the people we're dealing with, uh, we we got them on the ropes. Glad to hear. And uh, I heard there was another one of y'all. Uh, I, I do hope that he's not dead. Uh, another? No, 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 no. He's uh, otherwise occupied. Ah, okay. Glad to hear it. Better to be busy than dead. Well, yes, indeed. <laughs> if there's anything I can get you, fine gentlemen, please do not hesitate to ask. Please. All right. Is Captain Larson still here? Is he in Zenosha? No, uh, he won't be back probably for another couple weeks. He had to go take care of something over in Sin. Uh, drop off uh, a little bit of livestock, as it were. Is that Zenosha? 
No, no, that's an entirely different realm. What's that realm called? Uh, Sin. Sin. Okay, just wanted to know if it was called something else. Yeah. Sin. Uh, S-C-I-A-N. That must be one of the other nine realms. Okay. It certainly is. That's good to know. Just want to know. Me me stop by when he comes back, say hello. Absolutely. Hope hope to see you, folks. Hope nothing happens to you. And uh, best of luck with that thing. And uh, who knows? When shit hits the fan, I may be pulling the trigger for both of you. Oh, you already know. When shit hits the fan, I'm ready to go. I'll take them all down. You certainly live up to your reputation, sir. Well, take care. I bid you all adieu. And Leanne walks away and starts tending to the other patrons within the White Meadow. Uh, all right. Well, if that's the case, well, I guess we have time. We're just going to have to wait until Son of Her lets us know she finds up the College of Heroes. And if that doesn't seem to turn anything, we have a different city to fly to. Uh, <clears throat> well, we say we can find this researcher who is doing this research. What's his name? Um, oh, we didn't get this guy's name, did we? Nope. nope. <laughs> we just know where he might be. You know, he's a Therian. She said he's studying Ethereum, so yeah. Probably like a library, I assume. I would think so. Yeah, whatever. I'll help, sir. What? What is this Aetheris? It's another. It's another city. It's Nelsha. Wait, city or nation? Shaver. Yeah, it's another nation. It's another nation. It's Nelsha. Ah, uh, it'll probably take us a bit to get there. Oh yeah, probably. I imagine maybe a day or two. So you think we should wait for Song Per, or maybe head out to the other nation? Technic, I, I do need to interrupt. Technically, it would only take you a couple hours, maybe at most, to travel there by skyship. Oh, by skyship, no. Okay. Yeah. Disregard all this stuff. It's on Mondays. Forget what I said. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you guys want to travel by foot, by all means, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. See what lurks in the wilds. Ah, you can ask JB. Yeah, I have I, the monsters that lurk within this realm are just totally like bunnies and kittens, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. This sounds. I'm sounds like fun. I'm ready to do this. <laughs> you know, the fact that JB so on board means I definitely shouldn't even say it. It's like you stare up. The, JB will get this reference. You stare at the. You stare up at a starry night sky and something shifts. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it that you gentlemen would like to do? Yeah, it only took you about probably between traversing, discussing, probably only an hour total. So it's about midday, 12 o'clock. Uh, you want to try to find, go to the College of Heroes? Or should think we should just let her do her thing? Yeah, I, I, I trust, I trust uh, Songbird to 
Yeah, we can do that. Finding okay. shady, finding shady individuals. You know. Okay. Give With me that a one-two punch. Are you? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> are you are you looking for shady individuals in particular, or are you looking for a district and then going to keep an eye out for a shady individual within that district? Don't keep an eye out because usually shady people know some stuff. So. Okay, so which district is it that you would like to go back to? Uh, you have the Garden District, which is you, you know, as the highfalutin district. You have the Market Quarters, which is you know general wares and so forth. And then you also have the Aetheric District, is where you came from originally. Where you check out the Market Quarters? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Usually when I want to find information, I usually just go to shady individuals. They always know stuff. Like black, like, like under, like underground black markets and stuff. Okay, so you're looking for, you're going to the market district, shady area. Give me an investigation role or perception role. Okay. Um, whichever you prefer. Yeah, perception. As you leave the White Meadow and go to nah. the Market District. I only got 11. Okay. And how about you, Captain? Uh, I'll, I'll go with investigation. See if I can... Oh boy, yeah, I guess we're not meant to find this. I got a 10. So, so while not terrible, <laughs> it takes you a while because there are... This, this district is very busy. A lot of deals are being made, a lot of noise and distractions. So just as you focus on something, just something else pops in and distracts you. But about another hour and a half to two hours goes by. It's probably about two o'clock and you come across a shop. Kind of looks a little sketchy, right? To say the least compared to the other shops around. It's called the Prince's Pauper. Prince's as well as a prince, apostrophe S, and then pauper. And the sign for this shop looks pretty unique compared to a lot of the other shops, which look pretty much like straightforward. This one looks like a, like almost like a jester harlequin standing over what looks like someone with a crown and he's holding like a coin sack, what you can assume. Ah, this looks pretty shady. Shady things know if have information. Alright, let's step let's step inside and see if we can see if we can get out of these people. You enter the Princess Pauper. As you do so, similar to before, you hear that cat collar bell chime above your heads. And in this shop, there are just rows of shelves. Each of them are lined with various different potions, trinkets, and all the way at the back, you see what looks like an untended till of some kind. Well, gentlemen, okay. how will you proceed? 
Um, we'll knock on the counter. Okay, go straight to the counter. You just see a register not being tended to. The till is open. You see what looks like Gilda staring out before you. You knock on the counter. There is no reply. And you said there's Gilda just in... It's just hanging out? Yes, just hanging out in the register. Just and there's no... <clears throat> Give me a perception roll. Dirty 20. Yeah, perception. 17. You don't notice any blood stains, or you don't see any blood stains at least, but what you do get a glimpse of is the coins, there's something off about them. As you look at the coins, there's a strange sheen about them. There's a strange combination of etheric energy coming off of it, as well as some distortion. What do you see, Darnum? the eyes of creation and you see a plethora of various different energy signatures all around you but you also see standing in a quarter that you didn't see anyone standing before arms crossed <clears throat> someone just watching you yeah Valak you can't see anything when he nods to this corner. It's behind a counter, by the way. Dar, have you sense anything? Oh yeah, no, we, we've got company. And I'll just, I'll just get like a play wave to the figure standing there. And as you do so, the mirage breaks. And standing before you is this individual. Um, he is, from what you can tell... He looks like he is human. Huh. Nothing? No, I'm pretty sneak. Sorry, that's coughing. Um, huh. pretty sneaky one, aren't you? Nothing sneaky about what I do. I happen to deal with several unscrupulous individuals who send unscrupulous individuals to try to deal with me in unscrupulous ways. So, I tend to put up insurance policies. And he snaps his fingers, and you see the Gilda comes to life into this shape of like almost like a um, a humanoid of some kind, or rather, uh, what's the best way? You, have, you guys ever play World of Warcraft back in the day? Remember the void elementals that the warlocks would summon? So, something like that, but made completely of Gilda. 
just emerges from the till and just stands right beside him. Ah. How can I help you gentlemen today? I thought we Who thought you, you were getting... Wait, what are you talking about? We thought you were getting robbed or something. Oh, no, I, I always do like, that. Who, who would just leave money out? Well, it's not money. It's an actual elemental something made of money. That's kind of cool, oh, it's, though. It's a Zadalak. It's a sentient pile of Gilda, as it were. Is that to this nation? I've never heard of that. No, no, they they aren't native to Zenosha. Actually, long story short, they actually originated from Sin, actually, to be precise. Yes, but as I asked before, who sent you? Uh, no one sent us. Usually shady shops are the best known for information, so it's always my gut feeling. And your gut is quite correct. I don't believe I caught either of your gentlemen's names. Never heard of any of you, but that should be a safe enough prerequisite for myself. The name is Fox. F-A-U-X. Nice to meet you. You said someone's after you? Who's no, that? no one's after me. I just am used to people wanting to take what I have. So I tend to set up some security measures, as you can tell, and he Motions to the Zadalakt next to him. Well, I don't blame you for that one, so... They should definitely pay if they want something. Right you are, and seeing as how you want information, we may be able to help one another if you have the right amount of coin. Well, Darnum, tell what you're looking for. Color with the scales, you said? Silver. Silver. I think I, uh... I caught someone fitting that description. She and he, if I'm not mistaken, it was an Aetherian. We're looking to find passage to, uh, Aethris. The gentleman was looking to return his research to Resh. And then, that's it. I may have, but possibly I might be persuaded to remember with some coin. Not for me. Any points to the Zadalakt? By all means, toss it to him. I'm not 
or it rather. You place it in front of the Zydalok, and the Zydalok absorbs it into itself, and it gets just a little bit bigger. The individual's name... Those Ethereum names are very difficult. Um, he snaps his fingers a couple times. Ah, yes. Tocraxis something of that sort. Ethereans have unique names. Yes. Don't ask me how to spell it. I haven't the slightest. I do, though, as the as the shaper. I'll give it to you later. The shaper knows, but the shopkeeper doesn't. <laughs> oh, I didn't, but if memory serves... Whew. Maybe at least half a year ago. Jesus Christ. That's, that's a while. It's been, yes, it, it's been quite a while since they, they were here. And neither of them have returned in any of the time since. No, I haven't seen either. Anything else I can interest you gentlemen in? More knowledge? Should you seek it for the right price? Or maybe there's some wares I'm able to provide for you also for a price. What was your uh, thing, your bean made out of again? What, the Zadalak? Yes. It's made of Gilda. Give me a second. Uh, Valak takes out his book. Mm-hmm. And he's looking, Mike, you know the book. He's looking through the book, uh, The Beast of a Bevelo. You look through The Beast of a Bevelo, but you don't find anything in there as it pertains to the, the Zadalot. <clears throat> Darnum, you said he has, he has uh, some of Bevelovian energy. Yes. Yep, same distortion with the combination of etheric energy. Yes, so that's the same kind of uh, a Babylonian distortion to it, too. Along with the etheric energy as well. Well, it's probably not from some sin, then. It might be. But if it has Babylonian energy, then it's not from sin. Probably. Are you saying this out loud, by the way? He's saying it to him. Uh, but are you saying it out loud, or are you yeah, whispering this? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I was, was going to say, Darnold, I'm going to try to keep it quiet. Like, I'm like, yes, it's from a Babylon. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, just, I just want to know if you guys are keeping it quiet or not. Yeah, I was like, I say Darnold, like, he'll speak like a normal, like, unless this guy's going to be actively listening in on this. I'll say, he's talking like a, like a normal son of a boy. Okay, doesn't... Doesn't seem to be paying you gentlemen any mind. Hmm. So. Let me see something. Hey, baby Valak. Baby Valak is flying around you. You recognize this? And he points to the to that creature. 
looks at the Zadalakt. No recognize this. Well, it's definitely made of a bevelo at least, right? A bevelo? It says it in a very, like, inquisitive way, like it's questioning as opposed to saying yes or no. Yeah. I know it's thinking. What do you think, baby Valak? Yay or nay? It floats around you for a moment, hovers around the shop, goes between you and Darnum, and goes, eh? Hmm. It's definitely if you quite have suspicious. Any, if you have any questions, I'll be more than happy to answer. Yeah. But of course, there's a price. No, of course. And you said you haven't. The last time you saw this woman and that per and that person was uh, what do you say again? At least half a year ago. And you didn't take. And you didn't see him any other time. No. Hmm. Can I do a perception check? I also uh, want to make sure that he ain't, hmm. he ain't being sus. That's an insight check. Insight check, yeah. yeah. Or call it a sus check. <laughs> <laughs> you can call it a sus or an insight roll. Either yeah. way, it's the same answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh, 17 plus 19. As far as you can tell, he seems to be on the level. Straightforward. You gave him some coin... And he's more than willing to answer. And it seems that he's the type of guy, if you give him enough coin, he'll give you the answers you seek. may not be what you want to hear, but he'll give it to you. Okay. All right, what you got? What you got for sale in the shop? What you buying, stranger? Ooh, I'm looking for some spicy stuff. You know what I mean? <clears throat> some I like, may. you know, things out of the ordinary. Wink, wink. Oh, I've got quite that in stock. Are you looking for something to uh, deal with people who disagree with you in an aggressive manner? Or are you just looking for maybe some general supplies? Hmm. I like the first option. People disagree with Valak. <laughs> I'm sure you do, big boy. What exactly do you want? Something that leaves a bang, or maybe something to clear up a body mm. when prying eyes are staring at you. Mm. And he just leans in, and there's this ominous presence about him. Mm. I like both. I like both. Well, unfortunately, I'm only going to deal in one or the other unless you provide me with enough coin for both. Alright, say the Ooh. options again. Something that'll make a body disappear when you don't want prying eyes to find it or, well, something to leave a big enough bang that there may not be any prying eyes at all. I like big enough bang. Alright. <clears throat> I'll be right back. Keep an eye on them. He goes out behind. While he's up in the back of the shop, is there anything you gentlemen would like to do? No, kind of just looking around, I guess. I'll pop the eyes of creation again to see if there's anything else. Uh, <clears throat> kind of in the ether that we're not paying attention. This definitely one that we shouldn't 
there's nothing around you. It seems like the Zadalak is the most uh, interesting thing that you've seen so far. Along with him being invisible at first and just watching to see what you guys were doing. Anything else in the shop seems to be on the level. And based off of what he's presented himself as, you're safely able to assume that whatever isn't on the level is back where he went. I'm wondering if this thing could talk. And he's and he waves to it. You wave to it, and it creates a hand out of Gilda and just waves back at you. Huh. Hmm. Okay. I told you, daughter, about shady shops. That's always where I go first. Plus, you, you try to axe around. You go by the law. The guards, they start sussing you out. You know, they might they might tell a guard or two. And I stand out like a fucking... I stand out, pretty much, you know? So... Yeah, so <clears throat> this is how this is how I do things. You may do them differently, but you know, this works for me. Yeah, well, I can't argue with the results. And as you say that, no, you cannot. So, and he takes out what looks like a wooden crate of some kind, rests it gently on the counter, pries open the lid, and inside seems to be like this, uh, almost like this foam padding, and inside are these six orbs. Now, careful. Don't touch. Very sensitive. These things are referred to as etheric detonators. Ooh. I like that. Now, how do they work? Do I j- at a certain yeah. time? Or just do I throw them? So, what you do is, and he lifts one up, it's like a... Uh, like this purple orb of some kind, right? You click it right here, and he's, he hovers his thumb over this, like, small little, like, circular, like, recession. You click it in there. You throw it. Boom. Ooh. What type of damage does it do? Just explosive? Uh, no. It, it actually does damage that you're attuned to. Uh... I see that you aren't versed in the etheric arts. How about you, Stoneborn? I don't believe that I am either. No, wait. That might be a lie. I'll, well, see, I'll see if I can conjure the peacemaker. You conjure the peacemaker? Ah, a Gorin! been quite a while since I've had any of your kind in my shop. People don't tend to come here. We tend to stick towards the Aetheric District. But seeing as how you understand some Aetheric knowledge, give me an Aetheric roll. Uh, Arcana roll, by the way, Darnum. So you understand very basic knowledge that the Gorin, for instance, they're able to tap into the various different energies, you know, fra- uh, fire, etheric, void, and such. 
And there are certain individuals who can attune to these and infuse them into these weapons. And that's what you can probably assume is what he's talking about when it comes to these etheric detonators. Now, I can already attune them for you. You just have to let me know what element and, you know, I'll do it for you. Each one's going to set you back about 1,500 guild time. How many you have? I have six right here. And no, I don't do bulk discounts. And you said you could attune them to what element damage? Uh, you let me know what element, and I'll see if I can do it. Can you do Annihilus? I have no idea what that is. Well, the answer is my question. Well, darling, you think there's something you want? What's the radius, like, of this explosion? The radius is going to be about 30 feet from the center of the explosion. Uh, so you're definitely going to ruin someone's day. Yeah. yeah. You can ruin several days. I'll definitely take two. Two? Okay. You just want the etheric energy, or do you want something else? He begins juggling the two. <sighs> Now, are you the only one that can infuse it, or can someone else do it? Someone else can, if they understand the elemental attunements. Okay. Do one etheric, and the other one, can you leave blank? That's possible. Uh, Unfortunately, I can't leave it blank. It just comes set as etheric, as its base uh, damage type, as it were. Okay, you know, leave them both as that. Okay. That'll be 3,000 Gilda. Okay. And he gives him 3,000. He takes it, tosses into the Zadalak. The Zadalak grows even much larger. Hands you the two etheric detonators, closes the container, puts it under the counter. Anything else I can offer you, gentlemen? I think that's fine, for, that's fine by me. I, I got everything I need. Yeah. And he looks at you, Valak. Oh, I'm good now. Thanks. You surely make a, right. a hole or several. And if you're looking for more wares of that type, don't forget the prince is pauper. And he just disappears. And the Zadalak just shirks into the back room. What is it that you gentlemen would like to do? Hey, Darnum, imagine I drop one of these. Darnum, <laughs> uh, uh, doesn't watch it. <laughs> He's like, I'm just kidding. You see, there's a voice in this. No, he's not. No. <laughs> so is there anything else you gentlemen would like to do while in Centris? Uh, I think it's... Uh... 
think that's maybe some part should be done by now. You think? Yeah, we could just we could head back see if we can catch up with her. Yeah. Okay. You gentlemen return to the blue mask. Upon returning to the blue mask, Sonper is waiting for you. She is accompanied by a tall Eldekin. Well, compared to you guys, not taller than you guys, but a tall enough Eldekin, roughly about seven feet or so, maybe a little taller. And he stands surrounded by these two individuals. One looks like a Gorin, the other looks like possibly Valak from what you can tell, a breaker maybe? Question mark? You know, it, it seems like a breaker. <sighs> about time you two arrived. Sien, Captain Darnam Han, and Sir Valak. It's a pleasure to meet you, Sien. Uh, the pleasure is yet to be determined. I take it you have questions for me? Uh, looking for someone in particular? Uh, funny enough, yes, but uh, we've got some leads, but I'll ask you know, Cameron to ask. Give them a notice, uh, anyone, anyone in your, uh, Anyone within anyone that's just different come across in the I would say the last maybe half year or so. Scale bound, about six foot nine, silver scales, tattoos similar to mine. Ooh, wow, of course, a ninety-nine. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's real good. <laughs> it is real good. I wish it was a hundred. Ninety-nine. Of course, I can't get a hundred. I'll just add one. Yes. <laughs> for one life point now anyway, um... I'll gladly do it I volunteer to show you <laughs> I do recall a female if I'm not mistaken Yes. and she was accompanied by an Aetherian uh, his name was Tocraxus yes they, they departed originally they departed roughly about more than half a year ago and then they came back uh, Tocraxus came back because he had to share some news uh, discovery he had made in regards to uh, Aetherium and as well as the slagging process, as it were, for Aetherians. That he had made a breakthrough with it. As well as uh, something to do with the Empyreans, too. Was the, uh, was the, was, did, 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 did the female scalebound come back with him? Yes, uh, she did, actually. She seemed like she was I don't know if the... I don't mean any offense by it, but she seemed like hired muscle, if that made sense. Hmm, okay. And it was just them two. No one else. Huh. And how long was this when they came back, would you say? <sighs> Oof. Let me see. I want to say a couple of months ago, if that. Did they make mention of traveling anywhere else, perhaps to Aethris? No, he had just come back from Aethris. I believe he said <clears throat> that he had business in... Not Innsgrad, no. There was no reason for him to be there. I think he went to Valru, if I'm not mistaken. To Valru, right. Yes. Is that in Zenosha? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Okay. I'm surprisingly well, I'm surprisingly well versed in Valru. Yes, uh, not Glenzenjuel. It wasn't the capital city. Hold on, bear with me. Remember its role. Oh, 77, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I think he went to... What's that city? And he looks towards uh, Sonper. Not Glen Zenjuel. The one, it's, it, it flanks the mountain. It's, it's nestled in there. And the other side's the wastes. Uh, what's his face? Funded an expedition beyond them. Uh, damn it. Uh, White Ridge. Yes, that's what it's called. White Ridge. And... With CN, who are those uh, two people with with her? There are two individuals. One's a human that looks like a breaker of some kind. Potentially, you see similar breaker accoutrement. Like, you see a little lovium on him uh, from your own personal experience. And then the other looks like a Gorin. A, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Scalebound Gorin. I do know what those two people are. That other one, though. And he looks at him. Hey, what's your name? Which one are you addressing? The one that looks like... That potentially might look like a breaker or some guy in armor. Alexander? Valak. Sir Valak. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, Sir Valak. And he looks at... the go. He looks at the Gorin, scale-bound, and he looks at Sien. And then looks back at you, a little perplexed. I like what you're wearing. Thank you. What's, uh, what is this? What kind of armor is that? That's really cool. Breaker armor. Ah, I had a feeling. Yes. So you're also a breaker, too. That's nice to know. Yes. What's it to you? Jesus, I didn't think Rudeness was 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 part of the breaker training. It's not, he's, not, <laughs> he's more he's standoffish. That, that's that, that's the vibe you're getting off. He's like a little confused, like why you're you're having this conversation with Sienna, the headmaster, but yet you're taking more interest in him than than the headmaster. He's a little he's like confused. He's taken aback. This by is it. how Valak does shit sometimes. No, I know, yeah. oh, I know, yeah. I know. I'm just I'm giving you yeah. I'm giving you insight on funny. what he's like his vibe because it's it's readily apparent to both of you. Ah. Uh, who, who, who's training you? Who's your master? I was originally being taught by uh, Aster, but afterwards my, my training felt upon the head of the breaker discipline. Oh, nice. Well, like I said, my name is Valak the Scarlet Knight. That's my real name. Pleasure to meet you, Valak. Yes. It's nice to meet a fellow breaker, too. I just don't wear the armor you guys wear, though. Valak don't need armor like that. It's not a matter of necessity. The The armor provides certain uh, benefits, so... Yeah, this armor is definitely... I could definitely sense... The uh, Lovian orbs and the Bevelo energy in there. I like it. Thank you. He's 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 a little confused of what to do. He's like looking at Cien. I'm sure you didn't come here to fraternize with my pupils. Oh, this is just how there... Valak make conversation with people. Sorry. 
No, I, 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 I'm a weird one, you know. I trust me, I deal with weird constantly. Oh, I know. There's so much different people and creatures here. It's it's crazy. But I ain't seen no one like Valak though yet. So you look like a stoneborn. So you simply look at your compatriot. I'm assuming you'll find someone similar. Is there anything else that I can assist you gentlemen with? I do have other matters to attend to. I need to repair my grounds. Aster was here earlier with a pupil, and he wrought havoc. <laughs> oh, you mean Mirathal? Ah. He, as soon as you say that name, there's a look on his face just clear as day of, like, somewhat disgust. You know him? Well, he is a cool guy. Yeah, he valid friend. He looks at Sonper, looks at you, looks at Darnum. I think this meeting should be adjourned. Is that all, Sonper, that you need? I have matters to attend to. Why sh- Captain, why are you mad? is that all? Oh, I believe that's it. You told us all that you know. As Darnum is just like... Let's go. And he departs with his go and breaker. You think she's wow. mad about her, her front yard or garden? Mirthal could just That's fix a... that shit up. <laughs> he could do that, whatever he does. Press scissors, something. Whatever it's called, he does. Uh, from what I hear, he, he left quite a mark. So, Captain, what's our next point? Uh, we're gonna be heading, heading to, we're gonna be heading to White Ridge. Okay, I'll chart course there. And while that happens, that is where we will be cutting tonight's session. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Eternal Champions. I've been your shaper and host, Michael DeLeon, and joining me tonight, we have the champion, Darn- Captain Darnam Han, played by Bash. Thanks for listening, everybody. Sorry I got my ass handed to me, and damn, that was <laughs> Also joining me tonight was the champion, Sir Valak, played by our very own Supreme GigaChat JB. Have a good night. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And enjoyed the uh, match earlier. <laughs> the, uh, and if you... Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say the WWE match. <laughs> the wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> Boom saw! No, anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if the you enjoyed this... That's my problem. <laughs> that's <what I'm> saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben! <laughs> no. Wait, this was to be a show, Valak. I'm sorry, that was my problem. Yeah. <laughs> I am the captain now. Anyway, um <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Eternal Champions. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, like, and leave a review of some kind, letting us know how you did. If there's anything you want to comment, please do so. We're always looking for feedback. But until next time, keep those dice rolling. <laughs>